0: It's the impromptu stuff that gets us places. The planned stuff never works.
1: Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com.
0: Hello, this is Popper to the People. Um, I'm kind of by myself right now. Uh, Peter wasn't feeling good and stuff like that. But I just wanted to give an update before we start the show here. Chris, add this and take out what I just said. Um, Basically, this is our staff update right now. We have uh, Chris Plummer, the guy who started the show. He's the boss. And then we're going to have Maddie, the is our forum forum, forum master as usual. Uh, and then obviously it's me as the the main host coming from the point of view as a ca- magic the casual player. We have Peter our host who is pretty much our standard popper player. He loves it. Uh then we got Dan who uh is our financial expert as well as our host. And then uh of course Mikey K never actually has gone away. He is the uh He does video and Twitch on Popper quite a bit, so you can still follow him. And then we got Brennan doing the standard Popper gauntlet, and after we had him on the show, we uh, decided just to go on and treat him as a host. So anytime he wants to come on, and in the next few weeks as the gauntlet's going through, we'll have him on quite often to talk about it. As well as we got Grant. haven't seen him in a while. Grant, this is your message because I know you listen to the show. You need to contact us. We need to get you back on the air. Um, He does, I just kind of call him the popper technician because he just kind of loves popper and does everything with it. And then, of course, Chris Weaver, who is no longer with us, but anytime he wants back on, he's more than welcome to show up. And pretty much our resident Spike. But with all the staff updates out of the way, let's introduce our new, uh, or who's going to come on as a regular pretty much now. Hello. That would be Mr. Mike.
1: I'm back, everybody.
0: Yes, we have him back.
1: (laughs) I'm back, and unlike Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I promise, I am actually not leaving again. (laughs) Uh,
0: How's your your long, long hiatus been?
1: Uh, it's, it's been good. A lot of soul searching in my life, a lot of stuff I had to deal with, but, uh, I don't know when the last time I was on the show was, but.
0: I can't remember. It was, uh. Yeah,
1: it's been quite a while. I can't remember.
0: It's been a while. Yeah, but,
1: uh, nevertheless, I'm back. I'm
0: pretty,
1: I'm pretty happy to be back. I'm, uh, pretty happy to be back with the Pauper to the People family, even though I, you know, I never really left and you guys never really (laughs) left. Me.
0: Yeah. no, Peter's not with us tonight. He's uh, not feeling good or whatever. But yeah, I, I can understand it. Like there's something going on. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's it comes with Minnesota. The snow starts melting and then everyone starts getting sick.
1: Oh, I, I hate snow. <laughs> Dude, I went to to stay at my aunt's house in Jersey and I thought we got snow, but they had mountains.
0: Yeah, we've we've had mountains here too. Like. Like everyone, uh, everyone else in my neighborhood is like sitting here now that it's melting. They're like taking the ice off their driveways. Yeah. Like I got nothing but ice in my driveway yet. That's just I'm letting it melt naturally. And I had one of one of my uh, neighbors ask me about it if if I wanted help, uh, getting the ice off my driveway. And I looked at him like, no, sun's doing the job just fine. <laughs>
1: That's his job, man.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I don't like shoveling snow anyway. That's why I got a snowblower. I figure if the snowblower can't move it, it's not worth dealing with. So.
1: I mean, snow's fun when you're a kid. Yeah. When you're an adult, and you have responsibilities.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm also a hermit in the winter time. I'm like I'm 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 not your average man. I'm 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 not the average Minnesotan. Like when it snows, I, I'm not one to go. Hey, let's go outside and you, do you stuff. Go, I'm one to be like. I'm gonna hibernate. Build
1: and carbs, just become a, a grizzly bear in the, in the winter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I yeah, it's pretty oh, much. I man. just don't want to do anything where it's cold. I just, I lived it my entire life, and everyone's like, "Oh, you should be used to it." I can be used to it and hate it at the same time. <laughs>
1: I just, I, I hated snow ever since I went to a wrestling show, and I almost got stuck in Manhattan during a blizzard.
0: And yeah. I,
1: I luckily hiked my way back to my best friend's house, father's house. Yeah, shacked up there for a few days, and then we <laughs> hiked all the way back home. And, and yeah. sneakers and yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that again.
0: So yeah, but I'm I'm actually really happy that I'm able to walk out and nothing but my uh, my. They're wearing uh, just a light sweat sweatshirt.
1: Oh, dude, there was no snow Jump day out. when I was walking around, and I was yeah. in heaven. I was in heaven.
0: So, yeah. But, uh, how was your weekend?
1: It was awesome. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching GP, uh, Richmond. And, Sweet. Uh, shout outs to all the people who top aided, you know, all five Pod decks. <laughs> what a, what a great format.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, shoutouts to, uh, to all my friends who went there and, uh, you know, a couple of them did well. I know, uh, my uh, my buddy, Calcano, uh, Top 64, he got, like, cool 35th place off, I think, Tiebreakers, which was, like... Yeah.
0: Something.
1: But uh, a lot of my friends made Day made day 2, so that was pretty cool.
0: That's sweet.
1: How was your weekend?
0: Um, I, uh... Well, I finally ordered my, uh, the next, my expansion to my game. I wanted the expansion to one of my favorite games that I saw at Count of the North. Well, I bought the first one, Hoplamaccus. I've talked about it before, but they're, they, uh... There the the, the expansion uh, Rise for, Rise of Rome has come out, so I ordered that. Um, uh, it's kind of nice running this whole Magic Card business thing because I've made enough money that I can just I want to buy this right now. Yeah, and then pay it back later, and I'm fine because it wasn't that big of a deal. So I got that. Other than that, I've been sending stuff out for eBay and all that stuff. And making my EDH decks just better because now I have the funds to actually do it. So.
1: Have you uh, have you ever played uh, Ascension?
0: I have not played Ascension, but it's uh, it's one of the, it's on my list of games that I do want to get and all the it I do is, want to get. It is. very very so. fun.
1: It is. It's just like drafting an MTG. I see, yeah. I would recommend it to everyone.
0: I'll probably end up getting it. I, I got all my expansions for Mar Legendary, the Marvel game. Now.
1: Really.
0: I got that at con.
1: Nice. So. Yeah, the next time a Con of the North happens, I'm going to try to fly out to you.
0: Oh, God, it's fun. I'm gonna, it's I'll make sure I get
1: in touch with you and uh, try to get out Yeah, there. I got. I already got
0: my reservations set for next year, so...
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to
0: get out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's nothing but gaming. Tabletops all weekend. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, played EDH and found out that my Animar deck is now hated by everyone. Like I, I, I realize that I've made a deck that's better than the previous favorite deck because when I take my graveyard deck out now, there's a sigh of relief.
1: <laughs>
0: now it's just the rug deck that, as soon as they see the purple, they see the, they see the purple sleeves. They're just like, oh, really.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, a friend of mine built uh, Kozilek EDH.
0: Oh God.
1: We're, uh, we're not allowed to play with that deck anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: we, I mean, we, we kind of made that rule just because every time one of us plays the deck, it's just like turn just three, depressing. and we're just depressed because nobody wants to play anymore, and <laughs> we just want to go to play a different game, and whoever's playing Kozlek feels like they're the ones that did this.
0: Yeah. It's just
1: like you go know, turn one, Mistress Workshop, uh, Mana Vault, uh, Lightning Greaves, blah, turn two, blah, 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 turn three, play Kozlek. <laughs> kill Alright, turn 4, play Kozlek. I don't want to play anymore. It's just like, you just go Ward of Bones all of a sudden, and you're just like, yeah. your bones can't play anything, and you're just like, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, it's, uh, it's my, the, the the stupid thing about my Animar deck, though, is that, uh, like, I've had new EDH players, like, ask me, you know, you've built a lot of these EDH decks, what's your strategy going into it? And my answer for my Animar deck is just dumb. It's just like, well, you see, I went through my trade book, and I found all the big fatties with cool trigger abilities, and that added some flicker effects. <laughs> and then just for the heck of it, I added some counter spells. And on top of that, when I got done doing that, I decided, hey, I want to have a little bit of super friends. So I decided to run Zenegas, Salker, Sarkinball, and Kiora together. Because, hey, why not?
1: Wow. Zenagos must be really good in that deck, because you get, probably get the power up fatties on, like, three turns earlier, right?
0: Yeah, it is, because, like, I get Animar out, and then I get out... Uh, I get Animar out and I play all my little guys which which he gets one on one. Animar just gets one on one counters and then before you know it I'm I'm going into uh Bogard and hellkite into uh, a progenitor mimic into wow. Rite of replication kick. Like if
1: you just go like uh like turn one leather elf into like uh turn two uh, Burning Tree Emissary into, like, Finhorn Elves and Orcish Lumberjack. <laughs> and then you just go, like, turn three Zenigos, next turn you have just, like, ten kajillion men, and you're just like, hmm, I wonder what I'm gonna do next.
0: Well, my big win con I put in the deck, uh, which I've always wanted to do, was go Bogart and Hellkite with Progenitor Mimic, and then right of Rep the Progenitor Mimic, and then copy the Bogart and Hellkite. And because... Man. And when you do that, you're you're what you when you do that during your turn, you're, you're dishing out thirty yeah, damage. Yeah, it's
1: like Progenitor Storm just without having to play a thousand spells and then a nine deck yeah.
0: sorcery. <laughs> and then you have Wanderer backing it up, so all those dragons that just came in came into play can swing and just kill everyone on the board.
1: Hey, Gabrielle, in the seat, where's your cop right now?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but no, it's 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 uh, I like EDH, fun format. No, you I've need, got like four decks.
1: You know, I used to. I used to not like EDH uh, a lot, and I think that was because, uh, contrary to belief, EDH is actually a very fun format, but it really depends on the group that you're in. Yeah. Like, you you really need, like, a regular group of, like, the same four or, to so, like, six people to really have yeah. fun, fun.
0: Oh, yeah. So, we'd have that. And then, just to make it more interesting in our group, my friend actually made an EDH cube.
1: That... Sounds incredible.
0: Yeah, and he spent money to get, he spent the money on it cause, to get all the good cards. So he has all the original flat, all the original shocks, all the original dual lands, all the fetches, all the filters.
1: I do love original dual lands.
0: It's ridiculous. It's not like drafting normally, it's a different way of drafting, but it's fun because hey, you're playing with nothing but bombs.
1: I love any kind of cube. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of so. which, uh, for anybody who's wondering, if you're listening to this, uh, you know, this week, of course, I think uh, March 19th is when the MTGO Cube is actually coming back. That should be next oh, wow. Wednesday, so go ahead I and to get uh, in
0: on some of those. I have to get in on some of those.
1: Yeah, but uh, remember remember this. if uh, What I suggest if you want to get the best um, uh, EV out of your drafting for cube is if you want to draft cube do swiss drafts because forgetting for going just two and one you get free entry back into the next cube draft you get 16 awesome. Phantom points yeah and then for first place you get 24 so and uh, so i think it is, it's like if you lose your next draft all you have to do is go one and two um and you know there you go you have you have another one because you should have 16 points but you know, if you want to do an old draft, but you don't want to pay the money and you want to do a cube first, then yeah, you you can do the other draft. But like, yeah. to to grind out easy phantom points, I would, and just to have fun with cube, I would just suggest to to uh, do Swiss draft because I mean, I can I've spent ten bucks, uh, ten tickets on a on a Swiss draft and then never again. So
0: yeah, yeah, that's I, I'm thinking again doing that. I'll probably end up doing one of them I, I want to do it.
1: Yeah. I'm looking
0: forward to Dungeons Masters. That's when I'm going to play it. Oh, I can't
1: wait for that. <laughs> I can't
0: wait for that. Just depends just the chance to pull one of the power nine and, and sell it right away. It's like yeah, and I don't have need to get tickets for a while.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Seems good.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey Black Lotus must be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh what do we got in news? Uh we've Got uh, oh yes, Popper to the People is recognized on the mothership. Yes, we are. Um, the article and this this feeds right into Goodreads uh, is an article by um that's his name Bruce Richard. For those of, if you've ever read Bruce Richard's articles, he's heavy into like he's like he's well renowned casual magic player. Yes, I mean he's he doesn't really play competitively. He just likes playing.
1: He just, he just loves
0: magic, that, yeah that, just, that is him, yeah, he just likes playing casually and just loves magic, but uh he, he does an article called Audio Magic, and this article he's talking about different podcasts he listens to, and if you look at the and towards the end of the article, he posts uh under articles or does he how does he put it here? It's uh, other other our other podcasts that he enjoys, but he he tries to get he doesn't get as much time to look at, but he still listens to. Uh, is uh, brainstorm brewery which MTG casts, but underneath brainstorm brewery, popper to the people. So we actually he did, he listens to our show too. Um, he uh, he notes on talk about popper to the people as a podcast for the popper format. These, these guys have been doing this for quite some time and they had they have a comfortable pacing in their podcast. Yeah. So, I consider that a compliment.
1: <laughs> I consider that a, a big win. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Expect cuz he's he's one of uh he, he's a pretty good columnist for Watsy And I mean, if if he's if he's writing it, then you know what, you know Watsy is here seeing it. So,
1: Yeah, and still for some reason we don't have Popper dailies. Yeah. Thanks, Watsy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then uh, next on our articles, uh, Mike, you talked about Malirapod. My buddy James Belts, otherwise known as Sneak Attack Kid, he does and uh, he did a because Malira Pod is one of his favorite decks to play for Modern. He uh, d- he wrote a primer. This is the part two of it. He wrote a, a primer on Malirapod, and I read his article, and it's it's really good. Uh, for those that who don't know who Sneak Attack Kid is, he's was really prevalent on the dailies back when they were around, and he's he showed is. up. On, yeah, he showed up on the premieres every once in a while for Popper. For uh,
1: uh, for anybody who's wondering, also, he just recently uh, top aided one of the premier events, I believe, going X and O in the Swiss with his yeah. uh, with his Pod deck. So he knows nice. what he's talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, he, uh, and uh, James is, yeah, he's, the guy's been playing Magic as long as I, long as I have been organi- organizing events at the, uh, back long when been, I was organizing. Long,
1: he's been playing Magic.
0: Oh my god, he's been, I think he's been playing ever since the uh, night, the, the I want to say, like 94 or 95, but he, uh, he actually has pro <sighs> points under his belt. One of the only he's actually people been that's
1: to, playing play longer than me.
0: Yeah, he's been, he's, he's been to Pro Tour. He, he's done it.
1: Oh, I so I met and, him in, I I swear to God I've met him at some grand prix. I just yeah. never remember his. Name. I suck with names.
0: So yeah, he's uh he's pretty cool though. He's I, he like, whenever I'm having a conundrum or, or whatever, I'll 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 just go to. He did, He recently opened a store here in town. So like if I'm having problems, yeah. he, doesn't matter the format. He can answer any magic question. It's insane. But uh, he's. Good player and all. He knows a lot, but he has a really good article. So, anyone wants to know anything about Malia Pod, check his article out. And then we have on uh, another. It's casting Commons again. This article, they're talking about. Uh, uh, it's a it's a popper breakdown. Be uh, called being the underdog, and basically he this guy goes into. Talks about the mono blue control deck, which is is right now in our meta game. If you look at our premier events, uh, mono blue control is actually a thing. It's it's out there. It's kind of what replaced the uh, the our post deck, which I'm still not upset that that's gone. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think many of us are upset that that's gone.
0: Yeah, and it goes into uh, what's this deck here? We got uh, just the, some white weenie. Simple way we or no. Leon and Sky.
1: Oh wait, this isn't mono blue.
0: No, the, I'm looking at the next deck.
1: No, but the the first deck, is that mono blue or is it the blue? Yeah, it's red mono deck? blue
0: control. It's running your Mold Drifters, your Sea Gate Oracles, your Is it BoilerWorks? Oh, is the red blue control? Yeah, it's the new is red control. blue control. I hate Yeah, the that new deck. is a control. My bad. Yeah, I hate the new that is a control deck. deck. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I hate that
1: deck whoops my ass every time I play it. <laughs> Yeah. It is a good deck. I plan
0: yeah, on they, doing some uh, videos with it very soon. Yeah, it is a control deck. It's my bad. Yeah, pop yeah. breakdown. It is a control deck. And then underneath it, we got our white weenie aggro deck. Uh, I think it's Deluxikov's deck. Yep. And then, yeah, Deluxikov's white weenie deck.
1: I like his be, be, version.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's efficient. And then we've got another white weenie deck by Audrey, Audrey Andre S.
1: Andre S?
0: Andre S, yeah. My White weenie mid range. So he talks about this one, and it just this all goes into. oh, There's a lot of decks on here, but this is the, the person that it, this just goes into a big breakdown of all the decks that are showing up.
1: Dude, check out the picture for the order card. The what? The order of the lea, whatever the hell it is,
0: or or order or liper.
1: Yeah, that picture is sick.
0: Yeah, I like Order of Labor. I've always liked that work. Yo, I'm making
1: card. that a background right now. I'm going to go look it
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Order Library's is pretty cool. But, yeah, so you got that article here. It's a big article. There's a lot to put into it. That was done by Jason. It was posted by Jason Strichoke. Strichoke. J. Siri right? on. Uh... Yeah, J. Siri. So pretty good article. We, he's, he comes up a lot. We do a lot of his articles. He's pretty knowledgeable. yeah. Oh, um, and then... Uh, I think he, uh,
1: he just won a premiere event, I think.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> he, he's pretty he's, good. Yeah, he's pretty good. And then, uh, basically, that's all the good reads. I, I used to do more articles, but we only do three just because it's a lot of lot of uh, name-placing. So, just the top three articles that I saw, pretty good.
1: I apologize um, for the police sirens. No big deal. We, we all know I live in New York, so...
0: Yeah, I don't edit, so I just send it to Chris and he edits. Okay,
1: Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, and then we got, okay, so our topic one, we actually have one this week, and this one's a really lengthy one, so I'm kind of glad we started early. Uh, this, it, we talked a, a few weeks ago, Brennan was on, and he was talking about the Popper Gauntlet. Well, we have what the gauntlet decks are going to be. Um,. And it's our his it's just his standard deviations article. Um he actually has the deck lists up for what decks are going to be represented in the gauntlet for standard popper. Our our first deck here is going to be uh I H- that. Haza, Ara, that. It's Arazov. It's basically a Orzov Ara deck.
1: Oh, Arazov.
0: It's r is out, r yeah, is so r it's a black is white ara deck
1: r is out. r, r yep. is
0: yeah, it's a black white ara deck
1: yeah
0: um and basically what we got here i'm just going to go over the main boards because the sideboards they're they i'm pretty sure the sideboards are going to be changing so much that we shouldn't probably even mention the sideboards oh, at this point i'm, I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go we'll just go over the deck here um the, the first deck we have here is going the lands is going to be there's 20 land in the deck. It's going to be 4 Orzhov Guildgates, uh, 12 Plains, and 4 Swamps. We have 28 creatures. It's uh, 2 Nyxborn Shieldmates, 4 Hopeful Eidolons, 4 Daring Skyjacks, 3 Nyxborn Eidolons, uh, 4 Syndicate of Tithes, 2 Akron Skyguards, 4 Laguna Band Elders, and 4 Armomancers. Our spells are uh, 2 Celestial Flare, Four God's Willing, two Last Breath, and four Ethereal Armor. Um, I think the strong thing in this deck is probably the fact that it's so reliant on these bestow creatures. Yeah. These bestow creatures actually bring this deck a long way because whether or not you play them as enchantments, or if you play them as as enchantments, it's, uh, I mean, they die to turn into creatures. Yeah. or they kill the creature. They kill the creature. Or, I don't know, if The creature dies, it becomes a creature, and you got another creature to enchant again.
1: It uh it makes it so that uh your opponent needs twice the amount of removal. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, you uh let's say you put like three different aura cards on let's say Daring Skyjack. Uh let's say you're lucky enough to Celestial uh Celestial Flare it, then you all of a sudden you have three creatures on the board and all of a sudden, and they still have, you know, like Five enchantment uh, bestow creatures in their hand just to rebuild. So yeah, every, yeah, so every time, not only are you constantly getting flooded by creatures, but you're also having to deal with one big creature that they're going to be protecting.
0: I, I think out of all the decks that will be that probably facing, I, I think control will have a hard time. Uh, I think control will have a bit awesome. of a hard time just because they got to have the counter spells. They have to have all that stuff. And you're gonna run out of counter spells.
1: You do have to be careful though with uh, with God's willing. I, I I'm not quite sure on the ruling, but I'm pretty sure if you target say a daring skyjack with one of these uh, white enchantment guys on him, if you give it pro white for whatever reason, I think the enchantments fall off.
0: Yeah, I've seen that happen online. So I think that's how that. it
1: works. So you know, just, yeah. if that but does, not are... be careful.
0: I think they're only in there really to, uh, so they can just go through with the, go through and swing with the, swing with the team. I think, for Whatever they're going against.
1: I think Godzuling is a, a very slept on card in, in any format.
0: Yeah. So I think that's just to go in with the team and maybe protect your board if you have to, but yeah. more to go in with the team.
1: <laughs> oh, I and definitely really,
0: think so. Really wrecked at direct base.
1: Or a Mancer, the three mana Gravedigger.
0: Uh huh. So, <laughs> it's good. And, this, yeah, it seems good considering the creatures are actually enchantments.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the the only card uh, we will talk about in the sideboard as I'll mention is uh, the usual four duress Yeah, A- anyone anyone can tell you uh, Jackson Wayne who used to uh, host the. Podcast the sort of warm piece is
0: that what, is yeah that what? he he used them all the time
1: yeah when we uh, when we used to play uh, standard silver black a lot on Gathering uh, the running joke with him to me would always be uh, so you're gonna put four duress in your black side one I'm like yeah duress
0: <laughs> you play
1: Thoughtseize, wouldn't you
0: <laughs> yeah I mean without it's is the closest you can get
1: <laughs> unless you can play Inquisition but sadly, yeah that's an uncommon and not standard.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 a solid card. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> right. There's a reason the
1: is around.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. And the, the cost is right. Oh, yeah. So, but we move on to our next deck, and it is Heroes of Akros. Um, it's a Boros aggro deck. We've got, and I, I just like this, I, I just really like this deck, mainly because I just saw the new 300 movie, and I'm pretty psyched about it. Don't so. tell me. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's... Freaking amazing, that's but uh, that's for another time. <laughs> uh, Heroes of Akros. Uh This deck, it's uh, kind of a theme deck, but pretty looks like a pretty sweet aggro deck. We have got 21 creatures. We got four Chrom Crusaders because they're amazing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> four Chrom Skyguards. Four Azorius Arresters. Three Loyal Pegasus. Three Nixborn Rollickers and three Nixborn Shieldmates. Along with uh, 20 spells, 2 fortify, 4 gods of willing. Well, there here we go, we got gods of willing coming back again. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> four, 4 lightning strike, 3 martial glory. I thought uh, it was
1: lightning he looks for a second. Not gonna Yeah. Uh,
0: 3 titan strength, 2 chosen of Heliod. And two Dragon Mantles, and uh, for land, it's kind of weird they ordered it this way, 19 land, which I think is the appropriate number. I agree. Uh, Four Boros Guildmates, seven mountains, and eight plains. Um, Basically, notable cards in the sideboard are probably Madcap Skills.
1: I'm kind of surprised it's not in the main deck.
0: Yeah, that's kind of weird. And uh, Seismic Stomp, because that is just mean.
1: Seismic Stomp is uh, the fault there? Yeah,
0: it's the creatures with flying can't block.
1: Yeah, it's uh flying. for for most of us old school players, uh, which Nate is, it's 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 more yeah. from uh, I think it was Tempest block.
0: Mm-hmm. Basically, just you're not going to block this time. I'm just going to swing swing into your face, and you're going to like it.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm kind of surprised loyal Pegasus hasn't made its way into classic Pauper yet.
0: Yeah, the card's really good.
1: I uh I think um it, it wouldn't replace War Falcon and... um. And a uh, white weenie, but I think it would be really good alongside it. I think uh, yeah. just having that extra one power two drop, just it's definitely what white weenie is looking for. I think. Yeah,
0: and with this one, you don't really even need the soldier in play. It's just it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's there, ready to fight.
1: I mean, there's the clothes that it can't attack or block alone. But white weenies creatures are so small that if you want to get any value, you're usually chomping anyway. Yeah. The creatures.
0: Exactly. And that's just that that stops your that stops the early aggro. Yeah. You can actually kill something even if if Pegasus dies. So it's pretty sweet. I, I'm, I like this deck, but I'm also a huge fan of play. I'm a huge fa- put it this way. I, I like control decks. I'm not much of an aggro player, but if I ever have to go aggro, Boros is like my go-to colors. Mm. I like what Boros does in aggro. Uh, you have a little bit of protection, and a little bit and a, a little bit of burn. I think Protection and Burn is a good balance.
1: I like this deck, but I think I think it's playing a few too many unnecessary spells and not some creatures that I can think of. Like uh, Belflydalon maybe should be in this deck.
0: Yeah, probably. Just have the Link.
1: Yeah, and it, it doesn't have uh, Daring Skyjack, which is kind of weird. because um, Yeah. Da- on pa- well, on paper, Daring Skyjack with... Um, a Crows and Crusader is just... Well, that's just insane. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm not... I, I don't play standard for much, so I, can, yeah. I could easily be wrong.
0: Yeah, if Peter resigned. he'd be able to tell us everything about these decks.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um. if you guys are wondering, um, what this deck is, if you don't know some of these cards at the top of your head, it is a... it's a heroic-based deck. Yeah. Um, a Crows and Crusader, of course, uh, you know the the, the biggest heroic card, right? I mean, he's the
0: enabler. He's yeah. the enabler that makes the rest of, that makes this thing tick.
1: Yeah, he uh, he makes tokens whenever he's targeted. So, you know, you uh, you just slap a, some auras on him and then target him with a couple of stuff, and then soon you have an army and you just fortify
0: for the win. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I could I could probably see if I was building this deck, I could probably see taking out maybe. Taking out maybe one, God's willing, and, like one, say maybe a, a, a maybe a lightning strike, and probably putting those two Madcap skills in the main board.
1: Yeah, I really want to see Madcap skills in, yeah, in the main deck. Yeah, it's too good. <laughs> it, it it just seems too good not to play in this deck. I mean,
0: uh-huh.
1: well, maybe maybe it's maybe it's such an aggro like format that we're just missing something. Yeah. Again, we don't have Peter here, so.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So that's that deck, and our next deck is—is it control? Yes. And they didn't say who submitted the deck because I think Kyle Brooks is just the who's championing who's going to champion the deck, but I would not be surprised if this was PK twenty or whatever his name is PK, Uh,
1: the man who had it all.
0: Yeah, who always draws amazing, PK-24, pk Yeah, PK the Kiki pod player that
1: I can just never... Yes, never...
0: I'm pretty sure this is his deck. I mean, we've seen this deck before. He beats everybody's face in with, with it every time he plays it. But it's uh, it's his control. It's 12 creatures only. It's four mancers, four Goblin Electromancers, and four Omen Speakers. Has twenty five spells, uh three cancel, four divination, four essence bet backlash, four lightning strike, four inspiration, two shock, two stymied hopes, two time ebbs. Wow, that's an old card. Um That's really old. Yeah. And then for lands, it's twenty three lands, island is, ten islands, four is it guild gates and nine mountains.
1: I think it needs no more
0: draw. Yeah, needs more card And Side, a notable sideboard, probably a mnemonic wall for more redundancy.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah.
0: And when you run, when you and when you need more counter spells, hey, <laughs> it's like all this deck is is like counter spells and removal. Counter spells and removal, and hey, if you need more counter spells, just pull them out of the sideboard because it makes up over it and. I want to say this makes up seventy. The counter spells make up seventy five percent of the of the of the uh, sideboard.
1: Like for anyone wondering <laughs> that, like this deck has no like real win condition. It has like oh, no one like creature that it relies on.
0: No, it it oh there there is a true win condition, and if the goal is to like make your opponent break their computer.
1: <laughs> I still. I still want to see that happen one day. I would never wish that for anyone to just get someone yeah. to take the computer and throw it out the window. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I just hope that if that does happen, it happens to a friend of mine, and I happen <laughs> to be over their house with my cell phone out, playing Flappy Bird, wanting to kill myself, and I just I just happen to hit the video camera just like for no reason, and I just happen to be videotaped. Yeah.
0: it player disconnected
1: (laughs) from life
0: from life because computer went out the window
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man no but uh, but, like uh, one of the running jokes um, was I built a deck I uh, I didn't build a deck but I, I modified it and made it um, an archetype called, in Strange Silver uh, called, uh, called need, Needs More Card Draw. Because I would always say to Jackson, dude, I need more card draw. You play 16 draw, I need more.
0: Yeah, hey, I built a deck that had card draw that you couldn't deal with because it was too much card draw. Yeah, remember, remember that, ninja, that deck. The Ninja Tempo deck?
1: Yes, and I I, <laughs> I actually won 3-2 man's that deck, and many people got pissed off by it.
0: It's like, I remember you playing the deck, you're like, I'm drawing too many cards.
1: <laughs> that was always a problem. I've be playing against Peter, just randomly testing, and I'm like, I don't know what to, what to discard. <laughs> Everything here just draws more cards. Like, what am I supposed to discard?
0: It's a deck of mini Christmases. Magical
1: Christmasland. That's where we live.
0: Yes. But yeah, so this is, the, this is a control deck that's going to run. I'm guessing it's PK... 24, or
1: whatever
0: the heck his name FK is, 23, deck. 23 yeah. 23, PK-23. I'm pretty sure this is his deck. It's like his go-to deck. It, he it wouldn't plays
1: surprise me. Thing. That's
0: sure. it, it, He always plays this thing.
1: Time-Eb is... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Um, no, that's fine. Uh, what do you want to say about Time-Eb? Ab?
1: Time-Eb ab is... Uh, it's very interesting because um, not only does it, it time-walk your opponent, but if you look at what this deck is trying to do, it, it's not actually trying to win... It's just trying to grind. Yeah, it's it's literally just trying to get down to the point where you have maybe twenty cards left in your deck, and then at some point you start winning the game.
0: You grind your you grind your opponents completely insane, and then just lightning strike them.
1: Yeah, like like at some point, like you you just essence backlash like whatever their most um, expensive spell is. You archaeomancer it a couple of times, and then all of a sudden you just got go Lightning Strike, Lightning Strike, Shock, and they're dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when it would have been just nicer to do that in the first place and call it good. <laughs> yeah, but then,
1: but how's that fun for me?
0: Exactly. <laughs> so, But yeah, that's his deck's pretty ridiculous. Like yep. I said, it's not surprising that, that this made it onto the thing. This next deck, however, is what happens to be one of my favorites. Um. Spicy. Yeah, I like this one. I, this this has always been. I, I tried actually tried this deck out once and loved it. Yeah, well, it's, it's playing my favorite colors too, though. Uh, Simic Snowball. Uh, it's a uh, seventeen creatures, uh, three beetle form mages, four elvish mystics, four glade cover scouts, two leaf crown Dryad, dryads, two nimbus naiads, two rubbleback rhinos. Because why the heck not? Um twenty-four lands, ten forests, ten islands, four simic guild gates. The spells are Aquausform, there or three aqueous Form, three burst of strength, three dispels, four forced adaptations, three negates, and three predator predators reports. And our kind of our interesting cards in here are Razor Chip Whip, and for people that have been playing the format, being that mono black control is a thing. Razor trip, razor trip, razor tip whip is the card that completely puts your mono black player over a barrel. I
1: absolutely agree with that.
0: Because they can't do anything about it. <laughs> hey, period.
1: Listen, those pings they <laughs> add up eventually.
0: Yes, they, they do. They really do.
1: All this <laughs> removal, a... but wait a minute, none of it disenchants. No. <laughs> like I,
0: I was watching a video, like I think the first deck that razor tip whip appeared in. Was a deck called uh, Chandra's Whip? It was was a it was a it was a red aggro deck, and it it was called Chandra's Whip. (laughs) And I remember watching somebody do the mono black matchup and literally not playing any creatures on purpose. (laughs) Just sat there and was discarding creature after creature on purpose, and just playing Razor Trip Whip and just nailing them. And this this mono black player he 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 won he he just kept playing he wasn't he was going to play the whole thing out and i felt so bad for that mono black player cuz you knew he had a handful of creature removal and he just wanted to play it and the guy is just like nope i'm just going to continue to discard my creatures so you can stick with the hand cuz he was literally it was just funny watching him cuz he uh, was forcing the mono black player to actually discard good removal on purpose
1: you know what there's no whip in uh in the decks that in the deck that Kyle's gonna be playing. Yeah. This seems this seems like the perfect deck that Razor Tip Whip would be actually good in.
0: Yeah. It just that that's a notable card. I just love that card. Yeah. But the thing about this deck that I, <laughs> I like forgot is it was
1: in <laughs> yeah.
0: The thing that I like about this deck though is is the fact that you're just making a big fatty. A big it's, rhino. A big rhino. I mean, yeah, you're just making big rhino, or it the rhino have hexproof?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. So you're just you're playing these hexproof dudes and just making a big, and you're just constantly swinging, and that's all you're doing. Yeah, and safe form's not there to help you. Yeah. <laughs> not this time. just, I'm just going to make, this deck actually, the, the only thing I'm kind of sad that isn't in it, it used to run the snake.
1: What's
0: that? The snake that gets monstrosity.
1: Oh, uh. I
0: okay. can't remember the name yeah, of it off the top of my head. We'll
1: find it. Oh, the something asp.
0: Yeah, the the asp. you yeah. This deck used to play the asp because it's just it's you you monsterify it and it's just backbreaking. Oh, it's just it's,
1: a huge creature.
0: Yeah, it's just a huge creature that and it's it's when you monsterify it, it <laughs> is actually the biggest creature in popper. Yeah. There's nothing bigger than it. It's it's your twenty twenty of popper. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the it's it's the global killer. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty, this deck used to run that, but I understand why they took it out, because it is kind of slow. I remember when I was playing this deck, it it was really good, cool and you could get it off, but it was just really kind of touch and go, because by the time you'd actually get a chance to make them that big, the other creatures just did the work and it really didn't even matter.
1: Yeah, I, It wasn't I think, all
0: that important.
1: I think what this deck may lack a little bit, and I don't know if there's much of it but past Elvish Mystic, but just, like, one more ramp spell would really make this deck just... A-
0: yeah. I think it needs a ramp spell, just to come out and explode early a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's a pretty decent deck. <laughs>
1: no, I, I mean, I would never want to face it. Yeah, I
0: would hate
1: facing it. Yeah,
0: it's a pretty decent deck. I'm, then we move on to I our next... I hate mixing
1: Boggles and Popper alone, and let alone this.
0: Yeah, thing. you're not alone. Weaver hates Boggles, too.
1: Oh, I bet <laughs> he does. I bet he
0: does. Like, he actually has a burning hatred for for, for Boggles. Oh,
1: my my hate for Boggles runs so freaking deep, it's not even funny. You <laughs> could probably talk to Chris all day about how much I hate Boggles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but our next deck is Rakdos Regenerations. This one... I've think i've seen it once or twice it's uh lollipop man, lollipop, man. that's the champion of this yeah. deck i wonder if he's a member of the lollipop guild
1: that's messed
0: up um
1: <laughs>
0: we got 19 we got 19 creatures in this deck uh three corpse haulers four dead revelers cool zombie uh, four Deathbellow Raiders, which this card, I've actually dev- played this and used this in Limited, he's pretty good. Uh, four Cragma Butchers, and four Servant of Ta- Timurat. It runs 21 lands, eight mountains, four Rakdos Guild Gates, and nine swamps. Uh, Twenty spells, three Read the Bones, which is still one of my favorite I black cards. Black card. Four Augur Sprees, two Devour Flesh. Three Grizzly spectacles, four lightning strikes, uh, one mark of the vampire, and three stab, stab wounds. Uh, notable cards in our sideboard are, for the obvious reason, Crypt Incursion.
1: That card oh. is so good. Yeah, it is. That
0: card is. Really good. My the only thing that makes me sad is that it, it doesn't actually uh, have a uh, a flashback cost on it. it I mean,
1: be- I think it. If it had a flashback cause, I think it would actually be standard playable in some ways.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd like to
1: think so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's a notable one. There's Grizzly also Duress.
1: Spectacle.
0: Yeah, Duress. Uh, Grizzly Spectacle's not bad.
1: I like that card a lot, actually.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sweet.
1: Because it, it gives you a chance to possibly just remove, like, other cards that you don't want to deal with.
0: Yeah. Like, it's pretty uh, sweet. You know... Um, this one like this one seems a pretty, like a' pretty solid deck, but i I think the uh control game is gonna be a, is gonna be touch and go
1: i think it just doesn't like it it seems a little confused about what it wants to do, like on one hand it wants to be an aggro deck, but then on the other hand it's trying to be kind of like a mid range aggro deck, yeah
0: and, yeah I'm seeing that
1: yeah like. It, I mean the 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 aggro creatures that it has are are, are pretty good. Like you know it has Dead Revler, which is a three mana three four. It has a a two mana two through generator. It has a a three mana four three when it untaps. But then you see clunky cards like, you know, uh, a three mana removal spell and you and like and I'm not talking about Moon, I think that's awesome. But I'm talking about like um, yeah. Street And then you see like devour flesh which kind of goes against the deck's plan like you don't really yeah. want them to gain life
0: yeah you don't want the life gain yeah. at all
1: and then, really like i don't know why there's not four stab wounds, honestly
0: yeah just uh for the long game to really do some hurt
1: yeah i mean <laughs> i think four would just be insane
0: yeah but, I mean, it, it's we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see how it goes. But I, I really think the control matchup is going to be really hard for this I, one.
1: I am particularly interested to see how this deck does, this Rakdos deck. Yeah. I am particularly one. Goddamn, there are a lot of decks to go through. Holy crap.
0: Yeah, there's a few here. Um, we're almost to the end, though. We're, 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 yeah, we're almost to the end. Yeah, almost. Our next deck, that's why I said it was going to be a little... I'm glad we started early. It's going to be a bit of a long show. Yeah. Um <laughs> our next one is uh Bug Defenders. Uh someone is okay.
1: Okay, this is probably the deck that I would play.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: this this
0: is, is this what I think police. it is? Are they trying to revive the stupid Yeah they're
1: trying to revive Flicker. Oh this, this is the fun police.
0: Oh, I got you go over it. I don't even really want to talk about it
1: okay now, for any of you who may be new to Standard Popper, what Flicker was was um you play the gatekeepers from Gate Crash and you used to use Ghostly Flicker and uh anathemancer or is that what it is the one two guy
0: yeah, you'd use the anathemancer yeah Athermancer
1: yeah. now you might not think it it's you know that bad in the beginning, but when you get to six lands or nine lands and suddenly you're gaining 21 life a turn and giving something minus six, minus six, you know, you're going to win. It, it's, it's basically the fun place. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so we have 19 creatures. We have uh, pretty much probably the win condition, which is uh, Doorkeeper. And then we have four Mnemonic Wall. We got four uh, Cerule Gatekeeper, which is the green one. We have two uh, Axbane Guardian, which is uh, actually pretty cool, because uh, it's a good blocker and it ramps. Uh, mm. You got two Gate Creeper Vine, or Gate... I'm sorry, Gate... I oh don't know, it is Gate Creeper.
0: Yeah, it's Gate Creeper. Uh,
1: then you have two uh, <laughs> Ubl Sar Gatekeepers, which are the black ones. And then you have one Trestle Troll, just uh, for the walls, you know, just just because. And then you have four Devour Flesh, four Grizzly Spectacle. You have four Pilar, Pilfer Plans which is a uh, divination, but uh, for you need a black <coughs> set, and uh, you mill them for two, which is really good. And then you have a uh, Thassa's Bounty. Um, kind of expensive, but draws cards. Then you have one Crypt Incursion. You have one March of the Returned, and one Voyager's End. And then for lands, you have 22 lands. Uh, you have four Forests, four Golgari Gilgate, four Simic Gilgate, three Swamps, three Dimir Gilgate, and three Island, so pretty much uh, a basic set of lands. And then Notable Cyborg cards, uh, the good old naturalized makes her a return. Uh, and then you have a couple more, um, couple more of the Black Gatekeepers. The rest uh, is probably subject to change, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, this is pretty much, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: Why it's such a good deck?
0: <laughs> I hate this deck. I I was happy when Ghosty Flicker left just because I was hoping this deck would die. Wait,
1: wait a minute! Wait a minute! You did you not say that the blue red deck is up your alley? And we spoke about how that was the fun place? Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna say that, but I, I I will say that this is pretty much the fun FBI. Yeah, this, this these... pretty much made it all the way to Washington, and the president's like,
0: nah. I accept.
1: <laughs> get, get me get me a taco yes sir and make sure that no one in standard popper has any more fun
0: yes sir <laughs> this deck is ridiculous it's, I, I'm i interested to see how this one does though because I it, it, the 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 big test is that this deck can survive without ghostly flicker
1: this makes me want to ask if I can be the person that tests this deck for the gauntlet like <laughs> I really like this deck oh man I'm such an evil person Oh my god, <laughs> All right, yeah, like, let's the, move the, on. Like
0: but seriously, the big <laughs> test with this deck is can it survive post Ghostly Flicker. Right.
1: Uh, of course there there are no flicker effects in this yeah. in this deck if you notice.
0: The best you have is probably a voyage's end.
1: Right. There there and is And that's
0: gotta be timed at the right time.
1: Yeah, there's actually no way to to keep rebuying your guys. I mean, you do get infinite scry and uh, w- and infinite blocking with mnemonic wall and, and voyagers in, but there is there's no actual way to blink the the gatekeepers. So
0: yeah, so uh, yeah, it should be interesting. Should be interesting to see if this one can actually do it.
1: Absolutely agree. But
0: yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. And then uh, we got another simic deck, simic Midrange. And this is running the Nessian Asp, so yes, yay. Uh,
1: Nessian, Nessian
0: Asp, there you go. Nessian Asp. Uh, this deck is called Blue-Green Air Defense. Uh, obviously, for it's just flyers, or making flyers and unlockables. Um, we got 19 creatures, we got 3 beetle Form mages, 4 scroll-thief, uh, 4 rumbling baloths. That's pretty good. Uh, 4 Nessian Asps, and 4 frilled oculus. I
1: do like a 4-mana 4, four
0: yeah, uh, spells. We got three commune with the gods, three shredding winds, four plummets, four sky games, four aerial pred- predations, and for lands we got twenty-four. We got oh, twenty-four lands, eleven forests, nine islands, four cement, guild Guildgate. Notable side cards again. Razor trip, razor tip, whip is in the deck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: razor trip,
0: whip. Razor tip, I is getting messed up. You, you, yeah, razor tip, whip is in this again. Just because, why not? Why not uh, troll the ag- Why not troll the mono black player? Because that's fun.
1: And
0: fair. And fair. But yeah, so basically the way this works is you, you're just not getting through with flyers, and you've got big fat ground guys to deal with. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All day long,
1: and they're hard um, to kill too.
0: Yeah, they are. They're all really hard to kill because the Oculus is getting big all the time. Well, the Asp is just ginormous.
1: This kind of makes me want to build this deck in classic just to piss <laughs> the shit off of a uh, of any delver player I run into.
0: Yeah, the thing I can note about the Asp deck is I made a silver. I made a modern silver black cube. And uh, I've actually lived the dream and actually monstrified this thing and put a uh, put put that equipment on it to give it infect.
1: <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm actually bowing to you right now, like they do to Ric Flair when he comes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I actually lived the dream and I like I played a I played I had him out I had him monster monsterfied him. And then I put the I put the equipment on it to give him infect, which which gets plus two plus oh, two alone. Oh, uh,
1: grafted exoskeleton. Yeah,
0: I grafted exoskeleton to Nesh and Asp when he was already monster-fied, So he he became a he became a 10 uh, something right? No, eleven or is it like that. Was it his four counters? So it is nine ten. So yeah, it was uh he was an eleven twelve infect creature.
1: Well, wait a minute, and, wait a minute,
0: he, yeah, gets, it's like 11 he gets plus
1: four, plus four, right?
0: Yeah, so it's 11 to 9, 9, 10, nine,
1: or... No, he becomes it? an 8, I can do math. 8, 9.
0: Great. Right. So yeah, I was, yeah, it was a 10, yeah, 8, 9, so it was like, it was a 10, ten 11, in fact, creature. For that anybody
1: was... wondering, I'm not making fun of Nate, I'm just <laughs> making sure that I'm not nuts,
0: okay? Yeah. But no, but it was it was rather imposing, and it was fun killing my opponent with it because it was really just he was so big that I just let him sit on the board. Did you give him till...
1: trample? Huh? Did you give him trample too?
0: Um, no, I just let him sit on oh. the board. And block. I, I let him sit on the board and block until there was no creatures left.
1: Like that should just be a combo in your cube, like Nessie, uh, yeah. Asp, Monster, uh, I... Exoskeleton, Artful Dodge, Die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, so it was pretty cool. Uh, Neshan Asp is pretty decent. He's a pretty good spell. He's just... He's
1: pretty nice. Basically,
0: this is just no Flyers are ever going to do anything worthy of, or any work at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, this is just um, control the ground game as much as possible and just run over your opponent. Yeah. So.
0: Pretty sweet. Love the artwork on Neshan Asp. And then, uh, oh, we got a hygiene deck. Hidden heroes. Oh, it's hygiene. It's hygiene. Um, creatures, twenty-three. We got two Oresco's Sun Guide, which I still really like that card.
1: I like the name of the deck. Yeah. Hidden
0: uh, four viper, four vapor vaporkins, uh, four Acroan Skyguards, four Stetson Battle Be- Battle Priests, two Keening Apparition, one Elite Skirmisher, two Wave Crash Titans. Four Wingsteed Riders, uh so that's all the creatures. Fifteen spells, four hidden strings, two hands of binding, four time, ebs, time four ebbs. Time a- ebbs again. Yeah, four Aquarius forms, Aqueous forms, one way of the thief. And for notable sideboard we have Celestial Flare's pretty good. Smite.
1: Surprisingly the God Willings are in the sideboard as a four. Yeah, that's They're kind not of in weird. the main deck.
0: Yeah. But I think he's more concerned about just tempoing out the board. Yeah, and just this through.
1: this is more of um. Uh, I don't know if you play Theros block, but uh, I've seen uh, on Michael Jacob's stream him playing Theros block, and this is uh, close to the kind of like blue white heroic deck that's played
0: in Theros block. Yeah.
1: That's that's pretty much what this is.
0: Yeah. Well, they're but basically, and we talked about this when uh, the, when 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 Theros came out. Mm-hmm. They're actually they're actually building the effective version of making a Frost Titan and Popper, because Wave Crash Titan Triton and hidden and hidden strings are pretty redundant.
1: What is oh
0: hidden strings? Hidden strings. You oh. may untap or <laughs> tap the target permit. Yeah, it's. Making a mini basically Wave Crash Triton and hidden strings. Oh, that's dirty. Or even, yeah, you're making pretty much uh redundant frost fra- frost titan in Popper.
1: I'm surprised to not see a lot of um uh speaking of like good one fours, I'm surprised I don't see a lot of uh the the one four guy for two is it mana? I'm
0: forgetting what it is. Oh yeah, the the frostborn weird. Yeah, there you go. I'm he's, he's... He he got he got kicked to the sideboard with a lot of decks from what I've been seeing in standard yeah. popper. Yeah, they've been going with other options, and then if they, he's like the Plan B, <laughs> 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 pretty good Plan B as far as I'm concerned.
1: Hi, <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm a creature that kills you. That kills you. My buddy couldn't stop you, but I can.
1: <laughs> I'm a horned turtle with a purpose, man.
0: I have <laughs> yeah. a dream. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And uh, so that's that deck. I I'd like. I like this one. I'm kind of interested. Well, I'm always. In, I well. Uh, long story short, I'm, I'm always interested in what Hygiene's playing because he always plays some just wanky, wonky jank that actually works. Yeah, Gene, Funny. Uh,
1: Gene make. Gene can make any good deck work. Yes. In Pauper. He, he, some of his
0: some of his brainstorms are quite interesting. I, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so I got that deck, and, uh, we got, uh, Black White Extort, and, oh, I already hate it. Um.
1: You want me to read it?
0: Yes. Cacela is championing (laughs) this deck. I hate this deck so much. This
1: is also a deck I'd probably play. (laughs) Yep. This is, this is Fun Police Part 2.
0: The return
1: (laughs) of the Fun Police. Alright, so, oh, uh. Uh, we we both forgot. Um, the lands in the other deck are uh, 22. There are uh, 10 planes, 8 island, and 4 the Soraya's Guildgate.
0: Yeah. 22
1: lands. But uh, on to Cicela's deck. We have 16 spells. They are 4 stab wound, uh, 3 grizzly spectacle, 1 uh, death's ap- approach, um, 4 pacifisms. They're split to... right. 4 pacifisms?
0: I'm guessing he's using awesome artwork. Yeah. What? Really?
1: Uh, and four Read the Bones. For creatures, we got 21. We got three Oromancers, four Syndic of Tithes, four Tithe Drinkers, which I love.
0: The card's so good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, I, dra- I did a. Um, a, a uh, Crap. A, a Dragon's Maze uh, draft. I think that was the last set of Return Ramnica. No, not Drag Is it Dragon's Maze?
0: Yeah, it's Dragon's Maze.
1: Yeah, and I once had five of these in a draft.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, really?
1: Yeah, I had five of them in one.
0: That is just brutal.
1: Yeah. Needless to say I I won that draft. Um Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, how do you lose?
1: <laughs> we have uh <laughs> we have four Kingpin's pet, uh four Basilica screechers, and uh two Basilica guards. And then for lands we got twenty three, we have four guild uh eleven swamps and eight Plains. and then uh for some notable cyborg cards, um not really any notable, notable ones, uh, but there there are uh, four Devour Flesh for any of the Hexproof. There is um, a lack of Grey Merchants in this deck, but there's one on the sideboard, which I find, yeah. uh, kind of interesting, because your creatures are kind of supposed to stay there,
0: I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sewer Shambler to go against that Mono Black deck, I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or it makes one of your creatures bigger just to piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah. Go ahead, remove it. I dare you. <laughs>
1: yeah, go ahead. Oh, look, it came back. And then it's form. running
0: Scholar Aetheros for that one turn where you can't extort anything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't... Wait, I didn't even know this guy was a common.
0: Yeah, He's a common. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's your backup plan where you can't extort that turn. You can just do this instead.
1: Yeah,
0: because you know you got game. if you have six mana laying around, why not?
1: Play this kind of multiplayer game, and you're just like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is the it's, it 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 does what extort supposed to do.
1: Pretty much, uh, just a really good uh, black white control deck, similar to the Pestilence deck in a
0: mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. Yeah, I think Orzov like the, in, in this in this printing of uh, Ravnica, Orzov actually got some pretty cool abilities compared to last time. Yeah, like they finally gave Orzov something decent to to build around.
1: I think X sort was was an ability that they were def- that these kind of decks were definitely waiting for.
0: Yeah, and then we got Gatekeepers, yay! Um, we got 24 creatures in this deck. We got three centaur healers, uh, four deadly recruit clues, uh, two death cult rogues, um, two keening apparitions, two cerule gatekeepers, one scholar scholar of aetheros, sunsp- two sunspire gatekeepers, ubal sar gatekeepers, uh, baleful eidolon,
1: four uh, of the ubal sar gatekeepers.
0: Yep, four of the cells, gatekeepers. Yep. And then we got, for spells, we got four pacifisms, two celestial flares, two grizzly spectacles, uh, two march of the returned, four read the bones, and for lands, we're running three forests, four Golgari guild gates, four orzad guild gates, three plains, four Celestia guild gates, and four swamps. Um, <laughs> this deck...
1: Your favorite cyborg card.
0: <laughs> yeah. Say so, yes. again, razor tip whip, whip. is in it. <laughs> the whip, and along with your flares and your normal, and surleys just in case you need them. And duress, along with and duress, of course. You're in black, so why once not you play duress? <laughs> 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 uh, this deck is kind of this. This one, I think, this one is really, really oppressive against the aggro game. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean... you're just not getting through if it's... If you don't get out right away, you're not getting through.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's the rock. That's
0: yeah. basically what it
1: is. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just mid-range, good against uh, creatures, uh, while also having good creatures against control. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, uh, Sunspire Gatekeepers, you know, it's it's uh, four power for, for four mana. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And then you have Centaur Heroes, which is a good three mana, three three... <coughs> Yeah, And then against all of the aggro decks, you know, you have uh, just a... It's, it's kind of like your own Doomblade, right? Um,
0: mm-hmm. With having
1: Deadly Recluse, it's just basically a Doomblade yeah. that can kill black creatures.
0: Yeah, pretty much. The Deadly Recluse, but Deadly Recluse, in my, in my experiences with it, it's the one card that really makes your opponent stop attacking.
1: Oh, yeah. God, <laughs> God forbid they ever put some kind of, like, you know, uh, enchantment creature ping back yeah. in, in Pauper. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> so then we got that. Our next deck is Stubborn Heroes. Oh uh, the last deck. Is it the last yeah, it, it is the last deck. Stubborn Heroes. Pretty cool. Well, it's Celestnia, so Peter's already on board. Um the twenty two creatures. We got four Croan Skyguards, four Eidolon, four Leaf Crown Dryads, uh four Nyxborn Shieldmates, uh three Staunchhearted warriors. Uh, three Wingsteed Riders. Four steed rider. Yep, four Wingsteed rider. Uh Land, 22 lands, seven forest, 11 plains four Celestia guild gates. Our spells are ethral Armor, four of them. Uh, four Gods Willing, two mort- mortals, resolve, mortals Resolve, four Ranger's Guile, and two shield- Shielded Passage.
1: I like the Ranger's Guile.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool placing. And then we got notable as Keating Apparition, and of course Whip.
1: The razor tip whip again.
0: Yeah, it just it just gets there. It just gets there. It hates my hates out mono black control.
1: We've uh we've seen we've seen Becken Apparition in I think three different decks now.
0: Mhm. Becken Apparition is another good one. It's just your your go to card to actually get something out of your. You manipulate your graveyard, graveyard a little bit to do something.
1: Yeah, I mean, above all, it makes a 1-1, not just a 1-1 token, but a 1-1 flying token.
0: Yeah, that you can turn around and, like, just bestow the crap out of.
1: Yeah, I think bestow really is what uh, pushes a lot of these decks and proper uh-huh. from what I'm seeing. Especially, like, heroic plus bestow is just insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, bestow as an ability in and of itself has made... Made all the made all the enchantment decks in the popper format because boggles is a lot more ridiculous now with bestow. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I
0: mean, it, it already took a problem deck and made it worse. Thanks, wizards. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks, because boggles needed help, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't getting it on its own before. It needed something else.
1: <laughs> it really so. didn't, but for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of the decks that we're looking at, and again, I think as a whole you you see that bestow show up a lot,
1: yeah, there's a lot of bestow decks there's a there's a a good there's a there's a rock deck and then there's a a bug rock deck, and then there's a couple of good control decks, a couple of good uh red aggro decks, and then a you know just a couple of good uh you know big green decks,
0: yeah, should be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, and again for those that uh, might not know what's going on with this gauntlet uh, the winner the winner the winning deck because there's <coughs> two things going on with this gauntlet at the end the 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 winning deck for the gauntlet is chris weaver is giving that player the, who designed the deck a play set of all the all the good standard commons nice and uh there's twenty tickets, and those tickets will be split between the deck builder and the champion, so the deck builder will get ten tickets, and the champion will get ten tickets whoever champions the deck and uh so that's going on and as an extra kicker, we added a uh the for something for each the uh, uh what did chris add oh yeah. There is also a fo- a foil play set of bull rushes in for the person who designed the deck.
1: What's a bull rush?
0: <laughs> One of the most useless yeah, common enchantments of all time, a red common enchantment that's, that just gives like something.
1: I'll, like, I'll go look it up real quick.
0: Yeah, look it up. It, it's, it's been really. You, joke you, you time. keep
1: laughing, and for, I, I just know you're not gonna get it out.
0: Yeah, bull rush has been a, a running joke for a long time.
1: Is it actually called bull rush?
0: It's called Bull Rush. It's the stupidest card comment ever made, probably.
1: Oh, really? This stupid piece of crap? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And people say I'm a jerk.
0: <laughs> just it's kind of a fun little joke thing that would that was just added to it and it's gonna happen. A foil a foil playset of bull rush is
1: that's not the first time that I've heard of this happening. Like <laughs> uh a lot of the times for vintage tournaments here in the, the northeast area, yeah. Uh, one of the one of the, uh, my friends who used to run um, the tournaments, Nick Detweiler, every yeah. whoever gets ninth place would get like four foil of the stupidest card you've ever heard of in Magic.
0: <laughs> four mixes, Four yeah. Fizzedrixes. So,
1: so the person who would get like 17th place gets a cool shirt, but the oh, person son. who gets ninth place gets like four useless foil cards just to feel the head. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <laughs> and then for the champion... The champion will actually get a guest spot on Popper to the People one week. I was going
1: to ask that. That should be cool. Yep. Him, so uh, we'll talk
0: to the champion. Him and, uh,
1: and Peter can, you know, have their little love affair over standard. Popper. Yes, they can
0: have their love affair over standard popper.
1: <laughs> I love you, Peter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but that's going on with that. That's uh, that's that's the that's what we're looking at for the decks. Uh, so kind of tune in every week as these are going, and uh, Brennan will uh, give. Give normal updates on where the gauntlet's at. We're going to probably bring them on once the gauntlet starts going. Yeah. Talking about matchups and all that and report on that.
1: You know, I got to say, Standard Popper has really come a very long way from when it first started.
0: Yeah, it went from being a joke to actually something that people like to play.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so Standard Popper Gauntlet, pay attention to it. Uh, we're going to have uh, Brennan on to talk about it, basically. And now on to the metagame. Basically, what do we have in the metagame? The recent event I have here is PDC Magic. And, uh, again, a standard popper. And uh, we look at it, and our first place deck is Bug Defenders.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. The fun Please. The fun Please.
1: <laughs> by Chris Baker.
0: Yep, by Chris Baker.
1: A friend of Popper to the People, of course.
0: Yes. And then we have uh, Torres Toreth, White Weenie deck. So we got a White Weenie deck in second.
1: Uh, Munziv? And then... Munziv always does well in uh, the Gathering tournament. Shout-outs to Munziv. Yeah. Um,
0: and then we got a Bone a Bone Tithe, so whatever this deck is. Bone Tithe. Tithe, I think. Is
1: that how you pronounce it? I think it it's a, pronounce it? Bone
0: Tithe. An, it's an extort deck, basically.
1: Okay.
0: It's an extort deck. Uh, and then I we've messed. got... Yeah, you could
1: take that name many different ways if you're Pie a sick mastery, human being. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then oh, uh, look,
1: we got next.
0: Yeah, a convert. It's this. Yeah, PK twenty three playing a gatekeeper deck. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So it's uh, forecasting cost. <laughs> I like the name of his Forecast deck. Just forecasting cost for, control. Yeah. Forecasting cost control. I like it. Uh, and then we got mono red, uh, white humans. <sighs> Uh, mainstream Mono Black Devotion and RWA. It's just an I guess it's an aggro deck.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shoutouts also to uh, Do another uh, good player regular for dot uh, Com.
0: Yeah, playing white humans.
1: Yeah, he likes his aggro decks.
0: Yes. So that's what we got in the metagame for MP for, for our standard popper event that was on the third of March. <laughs> uh, well, PK so-
1: didn't win, so it was good. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just, just kidding. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> PK is a pretty good player, though. I, I'm always interested in seeing what he's playing. Like, if I ever was going to get into, if I ever, if I would ever start playing this format, I think I would base what I base it off whatever he was but, playing.
1: But he, he's also, you know, I, I, I poke a lot of fun on, but he's also a really, really nice guy. Yeah. He,
0: like, yeah. If I was ever going to get into this, I'd be like, well, let's see what PK's playing, because that's probably what I want to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if you ever ask him about your deck, I mean, he's never, if I ever ask him about his uh, his deck, he's never turned me down for a conversation. So, you know, yeah, he's, he's a really, really good guy. Definitely, definitely a big uh, deck builder contributing, uh, contributor yeah. to uh, the the MTG community.
0: yeah. And then we go into our popper from your events because we don't have dailies anymore. Um, I'm trying this, to fix that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are, trust me. Yeah. Uh, this one was also done on the 3rd, and basically our winner is Raging Flump with a uh, familiar day, what was it?
1: Familiar, yeah.
0: Familiar Mill, Yeah, right?
1: he's uh, he's the person yeah. that I, I based most of my list off of when I uh, did my article on it months yeah. back. Yeah
0: yeah he shows up in the dailies a lot
1: <laughs> yep he uh shows up also in the top eight events uh playing this deck he he only plays this deck he loves it a lot yeah. i played him a couple of times in the uh the tournament practice room he's uh he he plays this deck a way that most people don't i i'll he plays it in a very he a very very intellectual way
0: yeah, yeah.
1: he' has a very very good play style
0: yeah it's a pretty interesting deck yeah I mean, it's straight up mill
1: what the hell oh, is that?
0: It, it's Mill. Hoodwink? Hoodwink?
1: I've never... Oh, I have heard of
0: it. Return target artifact enchantment or land to its owner's hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Boomerang, but not as good.
0: Yeah. So, there's this deck. Uh, reaping Reap the Graves is in this deck, which is for all oh, getting stuff back.
1: Oh, he's main deck in the four seas now. All right, he, uh, he goes back and forth between like main deck and reaping the graves and stuff.
0: Yeah. I like seeing Wormfang Drake in this deck. It's kind of cool. Yeah, uh,
1: I am not smart enough to play that card, unfortunately, (laughs) so... (laughs) I don't play it's, it in
0: my second. It's a fun card to play with because I made a I me and my me and my friend uh, Jason Knoll one time were messing around. And we we're like, let's make the stupidest tempo deck that has absolutely no win con other than to be really just troll your opponent and be annoying. <laughs> and we came up with the uh, oh turbo which balls. we ended we ended up calling it Peekaboo Tempo. Peekaboo. Like basically you would get out like something annoying like uh like a like a mnemonic wall mm. and uh like, say, like a draw spell where you draw a card when it, when it enters play or something, and you, you'd do Wormfang Drake, and then you would just pull off infinite uh, bouncing Wormfang Drake in and out of play. So, like, the one creature that that's covering would come into play temporarily and say, Hi,
1: Also, oh, you, you would just break the game?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to screw with the board, and then I'm going to disappear again, and then I'm going to show up again and mess the board again. <laughs>
1: You know, you know what that one. reminds me of? I've actually seen uh, Luis Scott Vargas break Moto with Oblivion Rings.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the triple Oblivion
1: face. Ring where it keeps on yeah. taking one another and he actually just broke Moto.
0: Yeah. Like the <laughs> game would try to reset and it couldn't.
1: <laughs> it's instant throw computer out the window. What did I do?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then we go into our second place deck for this one Pig Norton. Yep. Playing. Uh, uh, the same,
1: almost another, the same deck, yeah. Almost
0: the same deck. Uh,
1: this is more of like, uh, he doesn't play familiars, it looks like, or he doesn't play the black familiar, he only plays the white familiar, which, yeah, uh, some people, um, have been doing. He plays Serum Visions, which, Serum Visions has actually been picking up a bit of speed in, uh, in Pauper over Ponder, which, uh, Really? Yeah, it has. I've seen some people play it. Well, they
0: probably want another Preordain.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's like a, another Preordain, like a, this scrying, like, um, it's basically the the thing that, like, Ponder doesn't work well along Preordain. Preordain starts at the bottom where Ponder shuffles them back in. Yeah. So, some some decks like Serum Visions, some decks don't. But this deck I can definitely see playing Sarum Visions. Yeah. I like it, the card, personally. Yeah, we'll go into
0: Seren Visions at the end, later down on the show. But, yeah. yeah. um, it's, it's, just, it's, 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 it's a reverse of Preordain, and I'm guessing it's in there because they just want more preordains yeah. instead of ponder.
1: One so. card, uh, one card I do like in the sideboard is uh, Stonehorn Dignitary. This guy is a house <laughs> against like a lot of the green decks and pauper.
0: Well, yeah, you can't do anything when it flickers.
1: Yeah, it go see <laughs> Flicker, Nemonicle, and Stonehorn Dignitary. It's infinite fog.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you're just never gonna get an attack phase ever again.
1: No. Remember, the, <laughs> remember that thing you called attacking. You remember how you win. You don't need to do that anymore. But I want to win. No, you don't need to win. You don't need to win.
0: No, you just do nothing. Yeah. You build an army and look pretty. It's that's like you can,
1: you, you can still make top eight with only one loss. Just, you know.
0: <laughs> You're just not getting through this.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's
0: pretty sweet. Uh, Peter has a, a, a blink deck that he used with this to really tick people off back when we did tournaments.
1: I do love my momentary blink.
0: Yes. <laughs> And then our next deck here is uh, by Bowrod. Rod. I'm, I'm hoping that I don't know right. how to
1: pronounce his I'm
0: hoping name. that's the right way. Um, I call him this,
1: Beau Ruad just to, if I ever meet him, piss him off.
0: <laughs> this is an interesting take on Delver Blue. Yeah. But it's 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 a strange Delver Blue deck. It's it's a little different.
1: Yeah. But uh, first of all, but but when I say piss off Bo Ruad it it uh, I, I don't actually mean to piss him off. I'm just joking around. I know some yeah. people might take that the wrong way. I'm just joking yeah. around. It's kind of <laughs> like when I call Nate Yunkin when I used to call him the bitch. Yeah. I still do, but
0: that's gonna get beeped out.
1: Is it? I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris edits the show anyway. Um. <laughs> We have uh, our this is it's a really strange Delver Blue deck. It, it's
1: well, hold on. Am I, am I not allowed to? Am I not not really allowed? But am I not am I not supposed to say the b word or?
0: No, that's fine. He, he doesn't like he doesn't like the swearing.
1: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. He's just
0: gonna beep the swearing out. It's fine. I'm
1: sorry. Uh, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, no big deal. Um, but uh, you got Delver Blue, which this is a strange take on Delver Blue.
1: Yeah, it's um it's an interesting evolution of Delver Blue. Yeah. Uh yeah. most notably, uh he's playing Aether Adept and only three uh Cloud of Fairies, which um I've been a big advocate of only going to three Cloud of Fairies for a very, very long time. Uh but the one Aether <laughs> Adept is, is quite interesting. I, I uh yeah. I'm not sure why you play Aether Adept over Mana War when Mana War is the same I think I think it's the same card. But only it is
0: the same card. It it, it does this... Uh, I think Manowar is a 1-1, one, one, though, or maybe it's...
1: Yeah. I think no, the only difference... is a 2-2. Two, two.
0: I think the only difference between the two is the fact that it's a casting cost.
1: Well, the, yeah, the, this one's one blue-blue, and the other one's a... Uh, two blue. Two and a, two and a blue, yeah. Yeah, so... Manowar, um, the reason why I say I don't know why you don't remember Manowar is because Manowar is cooler. It is. It's <laughs> the original. Yeah, but um, Aether Third is, uh, it's a, it's an interesting card because with Ninja of the Deep Hours, you can get multiple uses out of it.
0: Well, I think, yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it's a linchpin for either of those, whether yeah. you get a Deep Hours or a, a Spell to Sprite.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it gets both of them. But also, it's, you know, you can bounce back your opponent's creature. It's good tempo.
0: Yeah, this is true.
1: And then, uh, I don't know what the hell one mana leak's doing in here. Yeah. I didn't get third place in a premier event, so I...
0: Maybe another counterspell.
1: You have one mana leak.
0: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd much... Right. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like,
1: you don't want to play a Remove
0: Soul? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: only three Preordain. That, alongside yeah. uh, four Ponder, is pretty interesting. But um, there is two Gush.
0: Yeah, there is. The There's, Gush are pretty oh, yeah. There's two
1: and uh, the the new um, the well semi new addition to Delver is everybody's playing Bone Splitter now.
0: Yeah, which, to make the make them go a little further.
1: Yeah, I I think Bone Splitter is an addition that uh, a lot of us should have just noticed a long time ago. But
0: yeah, they used to be it show up in the deck every once in a while, but now it's going to become more prevalent.
1: Yeah, for sure. So it it, it definitely um, the biggest thing it does is it breaks the Spire Golem there because it makes your Spire Golem a four four.
0: Yeah. And then uh we look at our sideboard and we're seeing uh this... Straight at Arrows, Stormbound Geist. Yeah. Exclude we're not seeing Steel Sabotage, which That makes me happy. It's actually pretty good though.
1: I I don't disagree with you at all. I just personally think that if you want to deal with affinity, you're better off playing cards like Narcolepsy or or
0: uh Yeah. You know, um, but it's but the thing about. Shit, what's the name of the The, the thing about Steel Sabotage, it, it, in the, it, it's really good in the mirror. <laughs> oh, because. <laughs> you play it, a Delver Mirror, it's good.
1: Yeah, because it, it counters, like, Bone Splinter and Spire Golem. In that regard, I agree.
0: It gets rid of Spire Golem so you can actually get through, because I've taken the Delver Mirror on when you're staring at the same deck, and it's like, oh, you got two Spire Golem? I have two Spire Golem, too. Hey, that's fun.
1: But, I, I mean. <laughs> like. You, you take a look at this sideboard. Like, what would you personally play Steel Sabotage over, and how many?
0: Yeah, I I I, may, I don't really think quicksand should be in the sideboard. I don't agree with quicksand. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't understand the.
0: I don't agree with quicksand. and I don't agree with having three, four serrated arrows. I I would go to three.
1: Yeah, I think in in that regard, I think you could take out a quicksand and, uh, and a, serrated a serrated arrows arrow. with the uh, and for, just the steel for, sabotage. Yeah, for two steel sabotage. I mean, I I kind of I I understand the reason for quicksand, like. There are some decks you just want eighteenth land against, you just want to be extra extra control. And yeah. but force serrated arrows, even in this deck, you that's that just seems like too much.
0: Yeah, especially your mana base is seventeen land.
1: Yeah. I mean I have that's, hard. That's uh, a
0: heck of a that's a that's a heck of a, a, a kind of heck of a uh commitment in a game where your mana your mana it's so important and has to be open
1: yeah, and, and
0: when it's not your turn. This
1: deck, like, <laughs> when it gets to four lands, like, it really only wants to spend two mana on your own turn, let alone mm-hmm. spending all four. Yeah. But um, but nonetheless, you know, I mean, a, a, a pretty typical run of the, the Delver, what you usually see nowadays. Yeah,
0: pretty typical Delver run. Yep. And then on fourth place, we have another familiar deck, pretty much.
1: Yeah. I, same thing. I mean, so yeah, we
0: already covered that deck. Yeah, <laughs>
1: this one, uh, I know Nate doesn't like these decks because they're they're considered combo bullcrap. But
0: well, no, not really. I, I I used to think that way, but I mean, it's it's just it's it's the way the deck works. Like like I really used to not like them, but it's like to a point the game's oh, got to end sometime. Hate oh, I did. I used to hate them, but it gets to a point where the game's got to end sometime, and somebody's got to win. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, if you're going to let it get that far, you're, that's what happens. I mean, it's, that's the price you pay.
1: Another big thing, again, we see Stonehoard Dignitary as a two-up on mm-hmm. the sideboard.
0: Yeah, that's showing up now.
1: Yeah. It's a good card.
0: It is. It's, it's, it's a solid card, so. Yeah. And then rounding out our our top, the rest of the top eight, we've got uh, Legormill in fifth place with... Uh, Monoblue Control, I think. Monoblue Control. Yeah. With we Naren's have
1: Ephemeron.
0: Yes. And we've got a Barris in sixth place with a burn deck, just straight up burn. Yep. And then we've got Lur- Lurifix with a Delver deck. Delver, yep, no Delver deck. In eighth place with some old guy. <laughs> some old guy. This guy wins lots of that, premier man. events.
1: Yeah, some this old guy. guy is a really old school Moto Grinder.
0: Yes, he is. He 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 wins a lot of premieres. Yeah. Like Kim and Chris have have gone. Kim and Chris, uh, Chris uh, Weaver have played each other a lot. Chris has been premier. Chris
1: has been top fouring up a storm.
0: Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't I don't play premier events, but I, I know yeah. that if I did, I I I'd, I'd be very worried about running into Chris.
0: Well, it's because Chris, is, is he has Delver down to a science. He knows exactly how to play it all the time. Yeah. Delver is his deck.
1: I used to watch um, Chris' stream, and yeah. uh, he taught me a lot about playing Delver that I that I never knew. He, yeah,
0: The, he's the way ridiculous.
1: that he thinks about Delver is a way that most people would never even think to play Delver.
0: For him, Delver's religion.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is true.
0: <laughs> Delver's religion to that guy. And his Delver deck is really, really good.
1: Yeah, his Delver list is pretty damn good, too.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but there's some old guy. I see him in eighth place. He's usually winning these things, but, I mean, it's his deck's pretty good.
1: You know what's really funny about Chris, though? He always specifically gets fourth place. Yep. He specifically gets fourth. Never third. Specifically fourth.
0: Yep. It's either first, second, or fourth. Yeah. Never.
1: It's never third. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never get third place yep <laughs> never the bronze <laughs>
0: oh, yeah so that's pretty sweet yeah and that's that dude yeah, that's that pretty much that premier oh, well, wow, there's
1: model a mixture in this deck. I like that to go get um accumulated knowledge, yep, and he's playing three Una's graces and wow four Musol this is a this is a real like mono blue just draw a ton of cards, creature denial deck for
0: sure, yeah. Then our next premier event is what took place on the ninth, so like yesterday. Yeah. Um, this one I found interesting because our De- affinity has ha- ha- has made a statement. Um, <laughs> I warned Crystal. <people>, I did. <laughs> first place, Sikdra, with a appropriate name. <laughs> up, yeah, your your classic. It's pretty much your. He's playing the affinity deck. With the pirate spell bombs, because as a lot of people have noticed with affinity, the affinity gave, the affinity decks have really gone three different ways now. In the the metagame, yep. we we've got the, the the basic old school affinity that stayed the same. We've got the pirate spell bomb one that's now coming up, which I'm gonna have to agree with Chris Weaver on this one. I'm glad because pirate spell bomb is amazing. It's really good. Mm. I mean, it's that it has it has multiple uses. And then the other one, which I really, really like, uh, the, the, uh, Perilous Research deck. Yeah,
1: that's my version.
0: That one is That's my funny. favorite version. Oh, yeah, it's, it's probably one of my favorites, too, because that, that it is just so good. It's like, like, the only thing that makes Affinity better is being able to draw more and play more.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I spoke about this when I did, um, a article about it on, on Pure TGO. uh, Perilous Research is really what Affinity was really, really looking for. It, yeah. Because what it does is it now gives you a two-mana um, almost like, not even Ancestral Recall, just a, a, a two-mana just draw straight-up four cards with Icar Wellspring. Because you draw a card off of Vicar Wellspring, and then yeah. Perilous Research, drawing a card with Icar Wellspring. Like, it's it's just good extra draw.
0: Yeah. And like, and you want to draw more cards because right. the more you draw, the more you can lay down.
1: And you you run out of gas very quickly in the uh, in the uh, affinity deck, and yeah, a lot of the times um, you see like where where he's running uh, disciple of the vaults. I personally don't like disciple of the vault one because it's not very good on its own. No, it it really isn't, and it, it
0: wants the Atag.
1: Yeah, it needs the the Atag. and the other problem is is it's very very easy to deal with. It, yeah. it, I mean it, it it just the only really the only real deck that it's really good against, in my opinion, is Delver, and it it shouldn't it's not going to be as good against Delver because the Tog is public enemy number one. Yeah, so that that's why I really like um, perilous research. It it's uh I mean there used to be um. I think it was Rush of Knowledge.
0: Yeah, Rush of Knowledge was the card that it wanted. And yeah. It, and that was still kind of subpar.
1: Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's five mana. That's a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: But, you know, uh, Perilous Research, it's it's typically two mana, draw four cards. Yeah. At instant speed, too. Uh huh. Or it's just at instant speed, two mana, draw two cards. Like, uh, I'm personally not a huge fan of the Pyrite Spellbomb over the, uh,. The perilous research, but but I am a fan of pirate spellbomb, either being an artifact to sack to a tog, either yeah. tripping or just being a simple shock.
0: Yeah, I'm a I fan mean, of
1: it.
0: Yeah, that that and you'll you'll find that playing pirate spellbomb really makes your opponent have to play around it.
1: Yeah, I agree, it, but like <laughs> my main thing about it is it it's a simple one mana. Uh, solution to making Spellstutter Sprite worse.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's like you're playing your Delver player and it's like, go ahead and play it, but I got this grenade sitting right here and yep. I know I, I'll use it when I have to.
1: Grenade? Appro- very appropriate. <laughs> it's
0: just a grenade. It's just sitting there with the grenade going, try me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of, of notable cards in the sideboard. Um, He's uh choosing to go with uh, the Gorilla Shamans instead of the Ancient Grudges. Yeah, which uh, I'm a big fan of, and then um, you got spring cleaning in the sideboard.
0: Yeah, this has been showing up a few times. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's a it's a strange card. I'm I'm kind of surprised it's showing up because this is like one of those cards that when I'm building EDH decks that I'm I'm like I need another removal spell for enchantments or whatever, and it's like yeah, spring cleaning, but. No, there's better stuff. <laughs> kind
1: of looks like the underpants gnomes from South Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for um, for people wondering why why I'm, I may like Gorilla Shaman better is uh, the way that I look at the Affinity Mirror. Which um, in Pauper, typically Affinity is my choice of deck right now. Um, in the Affinity Mirror, the main problematic cards are the colored cards that Ancient Grudge doesn't really do good against.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Ancient Garage is really only good, I don't know, maybe the first four turns of the game where you can mana screw your opponent, as where Gorilla Shaman is, if you lay it within the first four turns of the game, you pretty much win if they can't Yeah, you
0: can just knock every single land they play out.
1: Yeah, or even if, like, let's say you draw it on, like, turn 10 or something, even then, like, you should have maybe, like, access to four, maybe five mana. You play, you knock all four of their lands off, then all of a sudden they're a Tog and just... And their carapace supports it. It just doesn't do anything. Yeah. So
0: you just shut their engine down pretty much. Yeah, that,
1: that's that's personally why I like Gorilla Shaman.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. That's your first place deck, and yep. second place, surprise, surprise, Suru with second place. We got another affinity deck, and this one is the Perilous Research deck. Yep. The only problem I have with this deck is why only two Perilous Research. I would be playing four, (laughs) because it's so good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's playing the Flare Husk uh, in the deck, which I've seen some people play, but I'm not a big fan of it.
0: No, I just rather have Perilous Research and Drama. Hey, there's
1: two Rancor in the deck.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. interesting.
1: Rancor and a Tog? (laughs) That's (laughs) You're a dirty Dirty SOB.
0: That's just called being greedy. <laughs> yeah, that is, <laughs> that. That is kind
1: of greedy. Just slap on the rancor.
0: <laughs> just greedy. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, you're making, without sacrificing artifacts, you're making a pretty decent, beefy creature. Right. That's 3-2 Trample.
1: Another thing that you don't see is uh, there's no Ick Wellspring to go alongside Perilous Research.
0: Yeah, that's kind of weird. But they're running stars, but I don't see why you do that. Yeah, that, that, that seems kind of backward logic.
1: I agree with you. I mean, uh, <laughs> th- there's also only one prophetic prism, which uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that because I need to cast my spells personally.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sipping the flarehouse Kool Aid. I don't. I don't know. Uh.
0: Uh-uh. Uh. I'd much rather have the prophetic prisms. I'd have prophetic prisms, and I'd I'd rather have uh, the Wellsprings.
1: Yeah, or a terrarian, or, or, or something.
0: Yeah, something. And then the sideboard again. He's going with the gorilla shaman, and we got we got croc clan shaman yeah. in here too, to go against those the the one ones with electricity Yep. Because sometimes you don't want your standard bear. That that's that's impressive. a class from the past. Yeah, that is. That was a Storm card, <laughs> just going in a Storm.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, I don't want to lose to Boggles anytime soon, that's what that. Is.
0: Yeah. So there's that. And then that's that's your second place, your third place, and this doesn't really, you don't see this that much. We got Mono Black Control in third place.
1: Yeah, this doesn't, uh, this, this is probably the most well-prepared-for deck for the premiere events I've noticed. It doesn't,
0: yeah. in top
1: 16s, but it does not top 8 much.
0: No. Well, I think everyone knows it, knows Model Black is out there, so everyone always throws sideboard equipment to deal with it, so it just yeah. it can't get anywhere because everyone is ready for it. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, they're just ready for it. It's like, yep, mono Monoblack Control's gonna show up, and yeah. it's and it, basically, as Peter would say, it's just the never again. <laughs>
1: yeah, right? Just the never, never again. again. Like yeah,
0: just never again.
1: Pretty,
0: uh... <laughs> Hating on. I control. Pretty stock list.
1: Yeah, pretty, just regular, regular stock main deck. A very, very mm-hmm. stock main deck. Uh, yeah. Cyborg is kind of, you know, subject to, personally, he's got two Corrupts, uh, he's got two Duress alongside two Wrench Mind mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and one of keeping you know, he's got two Icequake for the Tron matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, he probably has Icequake because he doesn't have Choking Sands. Uh,
1: They don't do the same thing, right?
0: Do they? I think they do about the same thing. Oh, it's snow covered land deals.
1: Oh no, this one does yeah. uh, one damage and choking sands does
0: uh, two. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. But I'm guessing he's running ice quake because he doesn't have choking sands. Because that's why I play ice quake online because I don't, I can't afford choking sands right now. How much
1: are choking right sands?
0: Huh? They're they're they were two three tickets last time I saw. Them. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Oh, so but yeah, it's pre stock list. I mean, it's it's mono black. It's the greed because this one is it's the boogeyman. Yeah, the boogeyman one. so... But it's like
1: dredged to vintage. You always want to prepare for it somehow if you can. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, if you're not playing cryptorats, I mean, compared to uh, which not every mono black deck uh, plays cryptorats. I mean, I've seen plenty no. of them without them. It's a very cheap, just good deck. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, it's cheaper than Affinity in some ways. Um, I, I believe it's, uh, you know, it's in, it's a lot of ways more resilient than, let's say, like a burn deck or a goblin uh, a goblin deck.
0: Yeah, because you have the crypt incursions to gain your life back.
1: Yeah, and you have you have actual card draw and sign of blood or read the bones and yeah, and you have reach with the gray merchant. I mean, uh, the the you know the big thing about it is it's just a good cheap deck that's been around for so long <coughs> nobody knows how to play it yeah so you'll you'll always have to be expected to run into it in the swiss rounds but uh still
0: still holding the corrupts in the sideboard just in case yeah. I, i'm i'm guessing this that isn't played that much it's just that one little you know i still sometimes
1: like i still like yeah. corrupt.
0: So. i still like corrupt too yeah But we have that one. Our next, our fourth place is Serial Kinder. Serial, what, yeah, Serial Kinder, fourth place. And we have here a Mono Blue Control deck. Yep,
1: just regular Mono Blue Control. Yep,
0: stock Mono Blue Control.
1: Repulse, Repeal, Una's Grace, Miscalculation, all the good stuff.
0: Everything that's supposed to be there. Yep. Um, and then, uh, then rounding out our top eight, we have, uh, Sold, Sold, 5th Sil- place? Sylv, Sil- Yeah, so some- Sil- I don't
1: care, something other.
0: And this is our Tron control deck.
1: Yep, typical Tron. Which
0: Ron. I'm happy to see it, because I remember when, uh, when they banned that, I'm like, someone's going to do something with Urzas, and I can't remember who it was, but they're like, no, they're not going to do anything with Urzas, I'm like, someone's going to try it. <laughs> Bring Post back. Not <laughs> Yeah. I'm kind of kind of surprised that this deck actually did get fifth place considering that you're you uh your Let's
1: see who he lost to in the top eight.
0: Yeah, your 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 affinity decks are up there.
1: He lost to uh Sir- hold on a second. Okay. Sorry about that. He lost to uh Serial Kinder, our fourth place mono blue deck, which uh
0: nah. that doesn't
1: really surprise me. Um mono blue and delver are, are hard for uh, for Tron just because um they don't I mean they don't really have enough stuff. Yeah. You know, it it's kinda like uh uh when you when you look back at uh, one of the Pro Tour top eights, uh you take a look at I think it was uh Pro Tour Los Angeles or something it was whichever one uh, I think um, Antoine Roll won against Billy Moreno, and uh, yeah. he he was playing Psychotog, just regular Blue Black, and then um, he ended up facing against Kenji Samura, who was playing the Gifts version of Blue Black Psych- of uh, a yeah. And one of the things that Randy Buehler pointed out was everybody thought Kenji was just a dog in the matchup because. The way that his deck was spread out, he just didn't have enough stuff
0: yeah. to deal with it
1: at all. And I mean, no. y- you you know, you, if you dissect the Tron deck, you see you have Ancient Stirrings, um, and you, you have four Ancient Stirrings, four Expedition Maps. Those are four. Those are eight spells out of twenty eight just to go and find your your Tron pieces. And yeah. then you have four Chromatic Spheres, four Chromatic Stars, and 4 Prophetic Prism, which is 12 more spells that don't do anything, they just dig you farther.
0: Yeah, like, you're just spending your turns digging to get stuff, and then pulling something out.
1: And you end up just playing, like, one spell. Like, you end up playing, like, one Muldrifter turn, or one Fangren Marauder. Yes, you can can gain a lot of life with Fangren Marauder, but it's not usually going to be that much, because everybody who knows about Tron knows that Fangren Marauder is the best card in your deck. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, let, let me ask you uh, a question. So yeah. wh- who do you think is favored in the Affinity versus Tron matchup?
0: I think it's the Affinity, just because Affinity can just explode faster. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what version they're playing. If they're playing the Perilous, yeah. well, yeah, that one's that one's a hard matchup. You have to resist doing what you really want to do. But if you're playing t- traditional... Traditional, uh, uh, your, just your plain old traditional affinity, that's, I don't care. <laughs> Take, waste your, it's, waste, waste, waste the next four turns looking for your engine. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming down your throat with four fours.
1: And I have Disciple of <laughs> Bolt waiting to just put in the final four, five damage and make you put six under. Yeah. 100.
0: Exactly. So it's like, yeah, just waste your time. Surpri- you know.
1: Surprisingly, you're the first person to ever agree with me that affinity beats Tron.
0: Yeah, it's like it all depends on what the version is. Like, like you're, you're, you really, like I said, you're perilous, Matt. your perilous affinity deck. You're resisting doing what you really want to do.
1: But you see, like I think that both versions of affinity beat Tron. because the only thing that Tron has is Fangren Marauder. Now, granted, yeah. affinity can't really beat Fangren Marauder very easily. It's a five-five. You, you yeah. really Do that much, and they gain so much life, but. I I mean I put three Doomblades in my sideboard and I never look yeah. back. I just I have yeah. not, not lost a Tron because the problem with, with uh with Tron is just that I never have time. Like unless I I am lucky and I get turn three Tron I never have time to actually get there.
0: Yeah, deal. you're just getting your engine going and getting to do stuff when you're like, oh by the way you're already at two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh so. I'm that's that's, that's,
0: a, that's yeah. a really, really pretty engine you got there, but you're already at two.
1: Yeah, it's like, hey, I finally got Tron on line on turn five. Yeah, you're dead. Wait, what? I have a Galvanic Quest. You're at two. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not magic.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean... It's,
1: I mean, we we got to give it up to Sylv because th- this is yeah. not an easy deck to top eight with, and he, he was able no. to do it. Yeah. So.
0: And then our sixth place is uh, Model Blue Control again. Shmerglash, Schmergleash? Schmergleash, yeah.
1: It's like a
0: Model Blue Control again. Yep,
1: with Aaron Ephemeron.
0: Yep, Aaron Ephemeron. And then our seventh is Elves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elf Ball. <laughs> and then Swing Low in eighth place with uh, Oh, it's. The. Uh, oh, it's, it's Soul the, Sisters.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the. um... It's Soul Sisters.
1: Well it also has the presence of it, gone yep, and midnight presence show. of
0: Gone combo yep. uh,
1: so so if you if you look at both top baits, um you know pretty one, diverse yeah pretty diverse um mostly mono blue, yeah <laughs> i
0: mean
1: mostly mono blue what do you what are you gonna say but yeah. no uh, no blue red. No. Blue red. Anyway. Yeah, this is
0: the first one I've seen where Eye Candy has not been in the top eight. because yeah, Eye I Candy shows up in the top eight quite a bit.
1: <laughs> but uh, another premiere event taken down by Raging Flump. I think that's like three premiere events already with his uh, his version of uh,
0: yep. familiar mill things. Yeah. So. I don't
1: know. I used to call it familiar storm. there's not storm in it anymore?
0: Yeah, <laughs> familiar mill.
1: Peter, make, make a name.
0: Yes. So basically, that's where we're at with the metagame. Uh, we'll have more metagame next time. Uh, but now on to finance. This is usually Dan's section, but being he's not here, I've kind of kind of added my little spiel now because I'm.
1: Yeah, this is all you.
0: I I'm I'm buying stuff Holy on eBay. Holy crap!
1: Serum Vision six dollars.
0: Yeah, so I said before we're going into that. Uh, eBay hotlist <laughs> right serious? now yeah right now on eBay anything that's modern is selling like selling like mad serum visions are six bucks in paper um sleight of hands are three bucks in paper and I completely understand why because you don't have ponder and preordained and modern these are your go-to draw spells I mean you need them you just need them if you're playing blue any type of blue and uh modern to draw
1: so what was preordained cost if it was if it was on band like fifteen.
0: Oh, yeah, that's scary. It's ridiculous. For the, probably. Uh, but, so vision is 6 bucks. I sold a playset of these on eBay for 20
1: Yeah, I need to, like, dig up my vision somewhere here.
0: <laughs> Slapped those bad boys on eBay and made 20 bucks on a playset. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Uh, sleight of Hands are at 3 bucks, unless you have the Portal Second Generations. Those are $4. Nice. I had a playset of those. I, I got 1675 for my playset of those. Um, Mogus is still kind of hot in the modern game or the standard game.
1: What is Mogus? This?
0: I think people are st- Mogus, God of Slaughter. I'll
1: look
0: it up. People are still. I think Mogus, when it comes to the standard game, Mogus, God of Slaughter, is the sleeper card. I think you're really gonna see him explode once the new block comes out, the new set comes out. Because you're gonna get all of the uh, the Minotaur cards. Oh,
1: the red black uh, god.
0: The the Ractos god. Yes. Yeah. Um. So he's still at fifteen dollars, holding solid, and people are. He's really really hard to get. Like if you're watching any any auctions with him, there's by any given time. I've been when I was looking at him, there was like three three or four people watching that auction.
1: Do you think that? Is because not as many packs being opened of one of the gods? Because I heard a lot of people just don't like the set at all.
0: Yeah, they're not, they're not as many packs. I've heard that too. But Mogus is kind of a special card in Standard that if, if you can play him, you're putting the game on a clock uh-huh. because from the time he comes into play, your opponent is literally, has to sacrifice a creature or they're taking two damage every turn. Yeah and it's indestructible so he's really hard to get rid of you can't just flat out destroy him cuz he's indestructible so he's the guy that just sits there and sucker punches your opponent for like 10 turns
1: yeah, i'd like and, i'd like to think that we're we're going to see him when the third
0: set comes out i think we're going to see him because uh like i really like the idea of playing mogus yeah. and then playing the Rakdos <sighs> guild runner with him
1: what's a the Rackless
0: Guild Runner. She she has a she has haste and unleash and she becomes a four four when you oh, play Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Her, her her she's haste first strike. Yeah. And she makes she
1: makes like all your unleash guys have like uh, haste or something?
0: Yeah, so it's like you play Mogus, Mogus is already killing creatures, and then you swing with her and more creatures are dying because it's a four four first striker. I mean come on.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good deck if you're going to your local FNM, man. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's brutal. I mean it's just just brutal. It's like I'm, it's like everyone else is like I'm playing a control strategy, and you're like, yeah, this is my strategy. I'm gonna take these creatures here and put <laughs> them over there. <laughs> they're gonna start here and go in your face. Yeah, That's yeah. all they're doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bogusing the face. That should be the name of it. Yes.
0: <laughs> So he's pretty hot. Zenagos is still up there. He is. I'm glad I'm done having to buy that stupid card for my friend. <laughs> I don't want to have to look for it again on eBay because I paid 22.50 for it when I won an auction for two of them, and I didn't want to spend that much. But I had just got done spending the entire weekend watching, watching five or six auctions on that card and losing. That I'm like, I'm done. I'm I'm going to go over what I want to pay on this because I want to be done looking for this stupid card.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's just really good.
1: It's one of the reasons I like Magic Online a bit better than real life. Um, and no, it's probably the only reason, just because it's easier to get cards.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's for me though, it's, it's not too bad being on eBay because like I used to play World of Warcraft and I used to love abusing the auction house. You
1: should get into Hearthstone, man.
0: In fact, I abused the auction house on World of Warcraft so much that I got a letter sent to me by Blizzard telling me to stop doing what I was doing, because I would buy, <laughs> I would, I would buy up all the iron in the auction house, and so nobody else could have any.
1: I don't see what's <laughs> wrong with that. Like,
0: and it's, uh, it, it's basically cornering the market on them, so everyone had to buy iron from me.
1: Oh Blizzard.
0: Oh Blizzard, messing with your fake economy.
1: <laughs> no, seriously though, mate, you should play Hearthstone
0: I, I've, I've, It's on my to-do list of When I have time, yeah, I want to You'd
1: like
0: it uh, So I, that's basically what eBay, eBay's looking like Modern <laughs> cards are just crazy um, I sold my playset of Splinter Twins for $65 Really? Yeah Wow It went from a dollar to 20 bucks in a night Oddly enough, it was the night that Deathrite Shaman got banned yeah, I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's kind of where eBay is at on the paper side. Uh, Dan will be back next week with the online side, and I'll still do the eBay side. Cool, cool. Um, and then uh, for Rages of the Week, oh, yes, the part of the show oh, where really we...
1: It's really messed up.
0: We call out the people that are just uh, just getting mad and letting their voices be known. This one is a shout out to a guy named Phoenix1337. This one's for you. Um he was taking on uh whoever who was this guy. He was I, don't, I can't remember who whoever he was taking on. Dream uh, King? No. Is that not something. He he was taking this guy on and he proceeded after it looks like he he won the game. He he had won the tournament or whatever. He got his packs here. He ends the game with... Well, uh, Phoenix the...
1: didn't win. He lost.
0: Yeah, Phoenix lost. But whoever he ended up lo- losing to, he decided to go and type this wonderful little nugget of joy after losing. Get cancer and die with a smiley face. And
1: 1,400 trash.
0: And 1,400 trash. Because we, we
1: all it... know that we can see the other person's reading.
0: Yeah, yeah so it's it's kinda it's like, yeah, um, it's just a game dude, <laughs> I mean
1: I, I, it's just a yeah. game man, yeah, it really is,
0: yeah, so yeah, that's what happened here that's this is just what he put, so so yeah, phoenix thirteen thirty seven we just called you, we just called you out, um. Then we got... Well, me, uh, I, mean I did. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't care. It's, I'm being ridiculous. Are
1: they supposed to be two different links?
0: Yeah, there's two separate links here.
1: They're both the same picture. No, they're not. I mean, for me, they are. Oh, no, they're not. Sorry.
0: No, they're not. This one I'm is idiot, funny. Folks.
1: I'm an idiot.
0: This one is funny because remember we talked about duress and how awesome that card was? <laughs> this whole scenario... Jesus, man. Was handed out over a duress.
1: (laughs) It's just a duress. Holy crap. (laughs) This guy's freaking out over a duress and concedes the match? Yeah. It's just a duress. Wait, was this a draft?
0: I have no clue, but it is just a duress, and oh my God.
1: (laughs) Oh my God?
0: (laughs) This is like the duress, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He, 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 we don't know who actually... First of all, it.
1: you don't see your opponent's deck, you see your opponent's hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this guy conceded, and he covered his name up, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, he conceded over a duress. Wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: that's that that's something else. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever gone... I, I don't think I've ever gone like snap concede to a duress in my life.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) It's like you're at a pro tour, right? And you just, see like turn one duress uh, in in like the finals. And you're just like, you know what? Screw this game. Duress sucks. Snap concede $40,000.
0: What? (laughs) So this is what the guy wrote. And this is kind of funny. This is app. This conversation takes place after he quits. He concedes from the game. Um, he responds with, why do you guys think that's that that's a good card to start out with? Spoils the gameplay. Seeing your opponent's deck concedes the match. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I... Yeah. I get it. And his so, opponent
0: yeah, was on just... a mole to six, too, like... Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that that's interesting. Just a duress. That that's it. The game hadn't even started yet.
1: <laughs> I, I really want to know if there was any like money on the line for this, 'cause
0: Yeah. Um, Too good to be true? Yeah. <laughs> Unless he really, really hates duress that bad.
1: Like the the only time I've ever seen like someone concede that bad for money was uh, Michael Jacob was drafting, I think, M13, and he, he made this deck where it was, like, Phylactery Lich, and, like, two Elixirs of Immortality, and just a bunch of draw spells, and it was, like, three colors. His opponent, <laughs> in the first round, just goes, snap, concede, match. <laughs> Not even just concede game one, just concede match.
0: Oh, God. That's funny. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I remember that card. That was a card that wanted to be good, but just wasn't. yeah. But that is our rages of the week.
1: I mean, you know, the, uh, you know, th- this is something I wanted to to bring up, um, especially because it's my first episode back. Uh, you know, we we might poke fun, um, especially uh, you know, I didn't know about rages of the week until last week when uh, shout-outs to Chris. You know, I uh, Chris, I want to again thank you on air, thank you, brother, for bringing me back on the show. Um, you know, thank you, Nate, for having me back on the show yep. and Peter and Dan, I can't wait to uh, work with you guys. Um, but, uh, you know, especially, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, cyber bullying going on and, uh, I don't want to get too much into detail, uh, you know, about it that, you know, I don't, I'm not going to preach to any of you guys, but, uh, there's been a lot of articles on it and there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of outspoken things on it. There's been a lot of people saying they're tired of hearing, Articles about it, you know, people are are you know saying that there's never going to be enough articles about it and blah blah. But um, you know, uh, when I first started out in magic, I was not the nicest person on MTGO videos. I made the game look really really unfun. I used to really take people who viewed my videos for granted. I used to really you know take jokes really far and inappropriately. And I used to rage like a, you know, excuse my language, but I used to rage like a little bitch over everything. And it was mostly because at some point when uh I got good enough at the game in my own mind that I believed that I uh I kind of was entitled to winning every single match, especially against an opponent that I knew was worse than me. Especially if I got mana screwed or if I got mana flooded. <clears throat> I just for some reason thought in my, you know, cockamamie mind, that I for some reason, you know, deserve to win more. And I mean, I went so far as thinking sometimes even God was doing this to me. And that's, I know how stupid that makes me sound, but that is just how crazy I was. And, you know, uh, I, I, I there isn't really much I can say about cyberbullying that would, you know, above all, just don't do it. You know, just it it needs to stop, especially in in magic, especially in Pauper, because I've heard while I've been away that there's been a lot of cyberbullying in pauper and uh you know, one of the projects that I'm working on is uh like I've told Nate and Chris, um I'm trying to stream more. And um you know, I uh I haven't been streaming lately because my internet has been sucking, but thankfully I got that fixed. Um yeah. so you know, I'm going to try and stream Pauper more. I'm going to be mainly a popper stream with some modern in-between. And the thing about that is, uh is I'm not streaming to try and make a streaming career out of it like the biggest streamers like Paul Cheon, Michael Jacob, and all those guys. I'm not, you know, and yeah, I have a donation button. And I'm not going to lie, when I, I got a first few donations, I let it go to my head. And if anybody that watched my streams ever catches to this... uh to this episode. I'm very sorry that I let it go to my head and I kept mentioning it and I was an ass. Um, You know, I don't, I don't ask you guys to donate to me or anything like that. But uh, aside from all that, I'm doing this mostly just for you guys. I am doing this to try and one day get maybe 300 or or 400 viewers just based on doing pauper alone and trying to show wizards, you know, if, if a person's getting 400 viewers on Twitch, alone from pauper maybe it is a real tournament maybe we should you know we should probably put dailies back and we should probably do some more things with pauper because i mean it's pissed most of us off that paupers are done i don't even play dailies too much because i don't have the time but i know a lot of people who can you know i remember yeah. nate you wanted to you know you wanted to start playing dailies and then
0: yeah they just cut them Got off busy. like that yeah, I got busy with kids too, so. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: But, <laughs> but yeah,
0: yeah, I wanted to.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm trying to, to also do that for the community. But uh, but also, um, back to the cyberbullying, and the last thing I'll say about it is uh, I'll be the first person to take a step forward in, as far as cyberbullying goes, just to show you guys that we can, you know, get past the cyberbullying bullcrap and become civil and friendly with everybody, especially in Pauper. So, Jason Moore, I am sorry for what I did when I upset you with the little jokes that I made towards your article. I am very sorry that I poked fun at you. Uh, you know, I didn't really think about it at the time, but I will fully happily admit that I was in the wrong you know, making jokes to him, you know, uh, when we were in a private conversation would have been one thing. And even though we were friends, um, it still didn't make it right that I went on a well-known, publicly listened-to podcast and poked fun at another person's article. That That's kind of like poking fun at someone else's kid. And at the time, I didn't really think about it, but over time, I... I have, and it's true. So, Jason, I am sorry, and I hope that you listen to this episode, and I hope that we can become friends again and, you know, maybe work on a project together or anything. And I know a lot of guys, I know a lot of people who are listening to this are probably thinking I'm not sincere, and I know a lot of you don't have very, uh, uh, you know, good thoughts towards me, and a lot of you don't don't like me too much, and that's fine. son of a bitch. I'm, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not... Uh, looking to be liked by everybody because I know that I've done a lot of wrong and I know that I've painted a pretty damn bad picture of me. Um, but I hope that uh, hopefully I can change a lot of your, a lot of all of you, uh, perspective on on me. And uh, you know, again, uh, Jason, I I don't, I'm you know, I'm not angry at you for the article that you wrote. You wrote it in, in anger, and I'm not sure if you if you forgive me. <coughs> But uh, and I'm not saying I forgive you because I'm not saying you did anything wrong. You know, that's that's another conversation that you and I could have privately. And uh, I don't think you did anything wrong. Uh, So, you know, Jason, again, I am sorry. And I hope that this is uh, this is another uh, way to show all of you that, you know, even someone like me. For my reputation, for the past three years, even someone like me can come to his senses and realize the wrong that I have done. So I hope that you know we can all move forward, and I hope that this cyberbullying can end. Because uh, I mean, anyone can tell you that cyberbullying really it, it really does a lot on a person's perspective of, of not just magic but life itself. You know, I mean, I, well, I don't know if Nate was ever bullied, but I know I was bullied well up until I was maybe 20 years old about everything. And, uh, hasn't done too much good on my psyche. (laughs) Hasn't done too much good. But, you know, um, I'm better now, so, uh, you know, I hope to even have Jason on this show once, so that, uh... you will do
0: it yet. I I know I've, I've, I've thought about it, so...
1: So I hope that, you know, Jason and I can even hang out on this show, uh, one day, and I'm sure that we can get along and become friendly again. So, you know, again, I'll say it one more time just so that people know that I'm actually sincerely sorry. And I'm not doing it just to make me look better. Jason, I, I am sincerely very sorry for what happened. And I, I'll, I'll admit that I was still, what that when you made the article about me, I was bitter and I was angry. And for a very long time I was upset. And, you know, I'll, I'll be a grown up about it. I'll admit that, you know, I I still think that you went to a big length for what you did, but I I fully think that your the your anger towards the situation was justified. And I mean, you basically did the same thing I did, so I can't be angry at you for it. So that's what I wanted to say.
0: Cool. But with that, really no uh well we haven't really had a lot of people writing in, but we still have lots of people listening to the show. It's crazy. Now that Wizards has recognized us, finally. Just kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: I just think it's awesome, uh, that, that we were uh, that we that the mother shit picked us up, so. It's pretty sweet. Hey,
1: it's a step in the right direction.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, but uh it's nice having you back.
1: Thank you very much. Finally to be got, back. My other,
0: got some of my other half back. It's awesome. I
1: think my, my wire to my cell phone charge is breaking. Nope, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> really bad if it was. Uh,
0: but, yeah, so uh, Peter will be back next week. Yep. Uh, we'll have Dan back next week, so we'll have the whole crew back and uh, we're probably going to let the other host jump in and join us whenever they feel like it, so...
1: Literally, whenever they feel like it. Literally,
0: whenever they feel like it, so they know when we record, so whenever.
1: Oh, um, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Also, uh, I promised I would do this. Um, If any of you listening here are into the fighting game circuit, whether it be uh, Street Fighter, Marvel, um, well, mainly Street Fighter, but... um, Please do me a favor and check out ESGN TV on Twitch. It is uh, if anybody is into Hearthstone, it was the the esports thing that they were doing for Hearthstone, where they uh, flew people like Krypton Trump out to Berlin. Um, they're doing it for Street Fighter, and they, they really don't get as many views as they justifiably should. And I'm trying to help get the word out, so please check it out and make sure that you let everybody else know about it. You know, um, so just want to get that out there.
0: Ooh. Um, but with that being said, where can, where can they contact you, Mike?
1: Um, well, you know, they can contact me on uh, YouTube under the YouTube name MikeyK159. You can check out my streams on Twitch.tv/slash MikeyK159. Um, I I have an email that I uh, kind of forgot the password to, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really don't really want to give that out to make me look like a yeah. jerk. But um, but uh, you know my Magic Online name is MikeyK159. If you want to contact me, I do always look at my YouTube messages. I do always look at my Twitch messages. So if you want me to be if you want to be heard by me, feel free to contact me.
0: Cool. You can reach me at, uh, at Twitter at at Nathan Youngkin uh, hey. Twitter. You can get me on NUcon, on MTGO. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, visit my page and Yukon MTG sales, um, selling stuff on eBay, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much where you can catch me. But with that being said, you got anything else, Mike? Uh,
1: yeah, I want to, you know, again, uh, Chris, thank you very much for bringing me back on the show, uh. You know, I, I hope that you can be on the show at some point, at least. So you know, well, it'd you be can. like the uh, the good old days. Uh, you know, Nate, I look forward to uh, to working with you. I, I look forward to uh, talking to the old crew again, to Maddie, to Peter. I look forward to uh, working with Dan and uh, you know uh, Chris uh, Weaver. Um, I know you and I have run across uh, paths, I believe, on, on Twitch, and uh, I was hoping to work with you on here, but unfortunately I know that life got in the way, so I uh, I hope that one day we can do some kind of collaboration for uh, for Pauper in some way, but, um, but yeah, um, again, you know, just, I want to say, you know, stop the cyberbullying it needs to end, we're all adults, well, I'd like to think most of us are adults anyway. Uh, I don't know there could be some kid- i you know I'm just gonna stop talking about that um, <laughs> uh you know again, uh I still have the dream of trying to have some kind of like big pauper nationals tournament at Gen con or something where we do commentary and stuff, and unfortunately that I don't really know if that can be something worked towards without wizards supporting us, you know so. Uh, I'm not trying to become the ambassador for Popper. I'm just trying to help it out as much as I can. You know, unfortunately, I've never, you know, I don't have any ties to Wizards. I've never, you know, worked at Wizards or went to the Community Cup or ever, you know, I don't go to Grand Prix very often and talk to Wizards people. So, um, you know, but uh, but yeah, uh,
0: cool.
1: I hope to one day go to the Community. I think that's my big dream. Community Cup? Yeah, that, that's my big MTG bucket list is to go to the Community Cup one, one year like Alex Ullman got to do.
0: Yeah. That's cool. That'd be really sick. But that being said, I'm Nate. And I'm Mike. This is Popper to the People. Popper!
1: Still got the singing voice in me.
0: Do it. Finish. I did. I did. Good. Awesome. (laughs) With that, that is a show. In the can and